Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the podcast. We are supported by Proper Design Works for all your custom clothing and embroidery needs. Look no further than my friends at Proper Design Works. They've got two sides of their business and I have used them both in the past and here's why you should. The first side is the bulk order side, the big order side. Patches, hats, hoodies, sweaters, any sort of branded clothing that you want to get your logo on and get the word out there. You're your sports team, you want to look flashier on the field. Are you a charity? that has a message that you want to get out there? Are you a new business and you want to advertise your logo instead of paying Google to do it? Just a few of the reasons why to check out my friends at Proper Design Works. They are incredibly talented, super fun to work with. Creative types, you you know the type. The We're, we're the off-the-wall ones, the ones who question everything. And not everybody can figure this shit out. So go see some talented people, and they're going to hook you up. The second side of the business is the custom clothing side. It's fun to have a tailor. It's fun to have an idea and to sit down with someone and see that idea bear string in this case and then get on your body, whether it be a bespoke tailored pair of jeans or a new hoodie with some really cool flair on it. Uh, it's going to be designed by you for you. You're not going to look like a 100 other people. And someone's going to say, hey, where'd you get those? And you're going to be like, I had them made. Proper Design Works. Don't take my word for it. At Proper Design Works on Instagram is where you can find them. And then when you're ready to place your first order, it is info at properdesignworks.com. We are also supported by Bodegos, a global food experience in the heart of the Exchange District in Winnipeg, Manitoba. So whether you're rolling through town or you're a local and you're like, hey, I need a new place to eat tonight. What should I go check out? Make it Bodegos. First of all, when I say global food experience, what I mean is they serve stir fries. They, uh, what else they got? Pita bread, like flatbread pitas, pita sandwiches, fish and chips, soups. Basically, everything that they have on their menu is from different pockets of the world with all the different flavors. Okay, My go-to meal is the chicken kung pao stir fry. Not too spicy. I have never made it home without eating half of it to date. And I have known of this place and of Nick Van Seglin, the chef and owner, for an incredibly long time time so next time you're downtown and you're like what do we do where do we eat 211 banatine go to bodegos restaurant tell them we sent you uh it's there's there's tons of shit to do after too like you want to go around the corner and have some after dinner drinks at the king's head peasant cookery or bijou the new open patio in the market there these are these are just some of the other local businesses that you should support but go to bodegos to eat first because it's so delicious this week on the show we have Jimmy Skinner, myself, Martin Navarro, and Rob Strachan making an appearance again. This is a sequel to last week's episode. If you did not tune in, last week we argued shitty movies that we think were better than they actually were based on the, uh, the tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes. This week we're taking globally loved cinema that everybody and their dog fucking adores and arguing why it's shitty, why the story's bad, why it shouldn't have been made. I don't want to say the names right now because there's some billion-dollar hits on this list, so give it a couple seconds, I'll be done. I want to send a thank you out to everybody in Canada. We are in every province. So yay for us. Thank you to everybody who's listened. That was a really cool feeling to see that one morning. And there's a little pocket of people in California I want to give a shout out to. I don't know who you are, so get at us. Let us know who you are at therealdebaters at gmail.com. Uh, that email is important because going forward in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be playing some games, and the only way to get entered is to send us an email. So therealdebaters at gmail.com is how you do it. To California and anybody else for that matter. Send us an email with an idea for the show. Send us something you think should be argued on the show. We're here for you, man. We'll we'll take anything. We we're 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 dirty dogs for that kind of shit. I don't have anything else, so let's just cue the reel and you enjoy the show.
All right, gentlemen, thank you for showing up again to another week in the living room. We are going to start the show off pretty simply. I want to talk about what makes us cry. What movie scene hits us in the heartstrings every time we see it? And a little tear rolls down your eye. So, Martin, let's start with you. What movie makes you cry like a little bitch? It's, it's actually a 2001 Korean film. Um, it's called My Sassy Girl. Uh, it, I didn't know this, but it's based on a true story. It was a series of blog posts uh, from back in the day from a guy, and he basically adapted this into a film, which was then later adapted into a book, and then later adapted into a bunch of other, like a bunch of other films, tried to remake it like in across Asia. Like I think the China, China tried to remake this, Japan tried to remake this, India tried to remake this. Um, but it, I'll just give you a little background. What, what the story is about is about this guy. It's a rom-com, and it's about this guy who's an engineering student. He's like, he's been good at everything else in life except for his romance life. And um, one day, his mom um, tells him, to, you know, hey, uh, your aunt's very lonely since her, you know, your cousin passed away. Why don't you go visit her? So on the way to visit, he's on the subway, and he sees this girl who's like a little drunk, and she's kind of over at the edge and leaning towards the tracks and almost looks like she's going to fall over. So what he does is right before the train comes, he rescues her, ends up having to take care of the stranger because she's so wasted and she's like passing out. So he ends up having to take care of her, make sure she doesn't like, she gets, you know, gets, doesn't like, you know, she's safe. But he, he tries to make sure she's safe. Um, never ends up visiting his aunt. And um, basically they form some sort of relationship uh, throughout the years. This film is, like, the span of this film is seven years, so that for, throughout the seven years, their relationship has kind of been on and off, on and off, and she's always the one breaking it off. Um, and then later you find out the reason why she's breaking it off is because she's not emotionally ready because she went through a traumatic experience. Um, so seven years go by uh, in the ending, and this is the scene that gets me. The ending is because, like, you know, it's the, the girl, she's having lunch um, with this, this older lady, and they're saying, you know, don't you think, like, the lady's like, don't you think it's time to move on now? My son probably would have thought that seven years is enough time. And then she says, you know, I think it's okay now. To, I think I'm over him now. I think it's, you know, it sucks, but I think I'm over him now. It took seven years. And then she's like, oh. And then she says hi to this, this, this man approaches the table, and then she says hi, and he's like, oh, you remember, uh, like, seven years ago, I wanted to introduce you to my nephew. And the nephew is like the guy who was supposed to visit his aunt on the subway. Like that was the whole reason for a visit. She thought that the interview didn't match. Okay, yeah. It's weird. Like Koreans have this weird way of doing something in cinema that's just like you don't expect. They just have a way of putting it to the next level. And I think if you guys have seen Parasite, you know what I'm talking about. Like this film does that with romantic comedies. It's kind of like Serendipity, but on the next level. And this came out, I think, the same year as Serendipity came out. Okay, and Serendipity. I mean, have we all seen Serendipity? I have not. I love John Cusack. Yeah, it's it's one of those classic. It it does steal from John Cusack's history of being a rom com master, just where two people meet and then they're not supposed to be together, so they try to set it up so they see each other again, which thus serendipitous. So which that's is, what happens in this movie too. Okay, it's cool. very much like that. Like whenever they she breaks it off, it's very. Um, they they they're always like missing each other at certain points it's like it's 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 very like someone changes their number or someone loses their phone and they they are they're trying to catch a train and he misses like he misses her on the train by like five seconds and stuff like that so oh so yeah, is very, it is it, it the fact that it never works like it actually first question is is it rooted in something in real life like does this kind of hit well, home? I said, this is this is based on a series of blog posts no no no, no. what i mean is your life is it does does this strike you oh, as no, something no, no, is, like, no i think it's just the cool rom-com film it's funny okay. like she's very 
Well, I guess in, in a way, like I like girls who are a little bit mean to me, and the girl in this in the in the movie is very mean to the guy. Like she's always like bullying him and stuff. So maybe that's a little bit of what I like in women. Maybe that's why I don't know. Tell us more about that. <laughs> yes, no. Let's uh, f- fuck movies for a second. Do you like ball gags? That's all I want to know. <laughs> I am no stranger to a pair of car batteries or jumper cables. Let's just say that. <laughs> all to me, by the way, not to my partner. Oh, all to boy. me. I just you know. Oh boy, buddy! Things I'm <laughs> I, learning I about can't you. Pay anyone enough so, money for this so stuff. I, a quick question. You know, now we're talking about car batteries and cables. Do you have to? Do you have to shave where the skin contact comes with said jumper cables? You don't have to, but it's recommended. Is it recommended? Yeah. <laughs> it says so well, on the battery. Like the smell yeah. of, I don't like the smell of burnt hair. So yeah, that's you know. that's what I was thinking. Because yeah. then everyone like the in the room has hair, to suffer. So you gotta, yeah, you only want the well. The person being tortured should be the only one. Suffering. Yeah, it's definitely recommended. Correct. I would, I would definitely Correct. not do it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, I like how you said back in the day blog posts. <laughs> so is that how back? Like you know, are blog posts that old now? Like I'm, I, I'm, I think I people like still I'm, blog. I'm they do. Like yeah. date. It's like that. Like I guess were blogs happening in the late nineties. Yeah, no, that's yeah. I. I remember I. Because back in the day, yeah. it seems to me like time, timely old letter written in cursive. <laughs> like, but I like guess that's that, that's how it works, right? You Stamped know, in some, wax. Once something's twenty to twenty-five <laughs> yeah. years old, it's it's considered a classic. So we can say back in the day, it's crazy. It's to vintage. Think, yeah. Think how long some of this stuff has been around. I like I like how it I I like what you're getting at though Martin like it does sound it does sound like the unrequited love mm-hmm. and the 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 chasing the love which which I mean we've all I'm sure in this room felt at one point or another what's the one scene that makes you ball like a baby or is it just the entire That's movie That's the ending scene the oh, ending, the ending scene, scene where okay. they just basically you know where it, you find out you know they were supposed to they were supposed to be set up together that's why he was meeting his aunt originally it was because he wanted him to meet like his cousin's dead fiance because he thought they would be a good match and they kind of look alike so they were just, and they're in personality wise, they're kind of the same too. So that's why, you know, it should have happened seven years ago, but it took seven years and it eventually happened at the end. Okay. All right. Rob, what makes you cry, buddy? Seven years of blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you, can you tell me what a movie though, instead of, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. up yeah, until was, last I, week? I, I, you I, haven't I, seen that? No, no. <laughs> is that, is that the porno for seven years in Tibet? <laughs> Could be. Uh, yes. Could be. Seven years of blue balls, seven years in Tibet. You right, see where I'm going. All right. Let's Tell me what makes you cry. I'm going to take a point I'm in the negative already. Let's talk about emotion. Okay. Emotion. And I'm not talking ro- robot emotion where you're. it's tears of oil. I'm talking about true emotion here. Tears of oil? Like as in? Yeah, like robots, I assume, they, oh. when they cry, they're oil tears. Yes, because that's the only lubricant that's in their being. Correct. It's like Why hydro- was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I guess Bender would would cry liquor, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, right. Whatever fuels you. Yeah. 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 Um, I've got a couple. Um, I think one of the ones that's probably been most recent. Um, I know most people hate on Man of Steel. No, uh, I, 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 like I really I like, like it. it. It's actually probably my favorite Superman movie. And the scene where they're on that highway in Nebraska under that overpass and the tornado's coming uh. and Kevin Costner is kind of reaching for his son and he can't get to him and stuff like that. And, and, he, he, and puts, he goes, puts his hand out like, stop, stop. Oh. Go, go help your mom. Oh. Like, like even just yeah. thinking about that scene, it kind of like pulls on my heartstrings and that scene, I got every right time, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes me fucking cry. I don't, I don't blame you. Sometimes you just got to let those kids drown on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sometimes <laughs> I don't care if decisions. you're Superman, you let him die on the bus. <laughs> you know, and 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 I and I mean it's it's funny because most superhero movies aren't able to evoke that type of emotional response, but that's a big emotion in that scene. Was that Jack? Jack was that Zack Snyder? Zach I think Snyder. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. Zack Snyder. Yeah. yeah, and I mean I, the other, and I mean, I mean, and I, I, I genuinely like that movie. I, yeah, I like. The I have fact nothing that bad to say about it. When he takes off, and there's like swirls of like dust and shit, or the ground like presses in. Yeah, and as Zod he is so up. good. Yeah. Michael Shannon is Zod. Michael Shannon is the is shit. Fucking, the I think shit. people weren't ready for it. I also know? didn't realize how tall Michael Shannon really was until that. Because he towers over um, he's a big Henry man. Cavill. Yeah, he, does, he is. Like, he's big in Boardwalk Empire, but he's, I don't know, he just seems menacing in that movie. Easily, I'm going to guess he's 6'4", six, 6'3", six, just based on watching yeah. him in, in yeah. certain scenes. But he does, he does, yeah. the even the conflict that Superman has inside mm-hmm. between picking Mother Earth or... Mm-hmm. Krypton, totally. There's a there's a lot of emotion that battles, but yeah, that Kevin Costner scene is and it's it's, it's good. It's very Kevin Costner has a bit part in it, like he is, you know, he's he's dad, but he's very strong in all of those scenes. Right? He 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 it, it, he's like Diane Lane in that movie too. They they in every scene they're in, their impact is felt yep. and. And that's that's why it's the best it's the best super did, Superman movie made. Did they play catch in that movie at all? <laughs> oh, not feel the dreams, you bastard! Was there a cornfield? Uh, there that, was that, a cornfield in Kansas. There was, but there, but there wasn't dead. They did not baseball play catch. Pl- there okay. wasn't old timely baseball players coming in. Ty Cobb helped Superman. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. He didn't go get Darth Vader to uh, to assist with uh, creating the field of dreams. Okay, just, just I'm for, confused. <laughs> just for a second, though, can we imagine Clark? That's Earl. And, that's uh, that's James Earl Jones. <laughs> right. Can we imagine? I don't refer to him as Earl James. Though. He's motherfucking Darth Vader. <laughs> Clark and Dad playing catch. Can you imagine Clark's fastball? Like that's that's just not something you can do with Dad. Like, <laughs> all right, Clark, put it right down the middle, buddy. <laughs> right into the glove. And that then brings us to the famous mall rats conversation um, that only yep. Wonder Woman can handle Superman's loads. Exactly. <laughs> because she's she's built to take it. All right, Rob takes an early lead. <laughs> Marty, does that does that scene pull at your heartstrings out there? It does. It it is a very like I like like I agree with everything. I like Superman Man of Steel. I thought it was a fun movie. It's a fine movie. Um, yeah. yeah. It's it is it is like it's weird that there's two Kevin Costner scenes that kind of pull at my heartstrings. <laughs> I just find that so weird. What's the other one? Feel the dreams. Feel oh, the, the dreams. Oh, I thought I thought it, I thought you were gonna say uh, you know dances with wolves or you know when he's like <laughs> riding on the horse at the beginning and the and the and the Confederate soldiers are shooting at him and missing him. Because anyway. him and the horse are playing catch. <laughs> With bullets. Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. I've seen this. Jimmy, what makes you cry? Um, well, I, you know what's funny? I'm going to talk about something that made me cry laughing hysterically sure. in the theater. Uh, when I saw Joker and he gets to the stairs and they start playing the jock jam. <laughs> you know, the... I was hey! the only, that was the funniest, best part of the movie and no one else in the theater was laughing. <laughs> would have loved to have been in the like, theater with you. This is the you. dumbest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I can't believe it. This is fantastic. <laughs> I had to leave. Like every, this, is, this is the Joker? Yeah. Like the newest like one? When he's dancing down the stairs, they play a dun, fucking dun, jock dun, jam. Hey, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Gary like, Glitter. The old Jets scene. The nobody old Jets goal, laughed. Goal song. I, I know. I know. Nobody <laughs> laughed. It was amazing. I couldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> no, I Did you see the clip of him getting ready for the scene? Yeah. 
it was so great because like someone was standing outside of an office building and there's the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix dressed up and he's just trying to get into the moment and he's just dancing to the the beat in his head. And then clearly the song plays. Jock jams. Yeah, jock jams. Well, Joaquin Phoenix is borderline insane. I believe so. <laughs> Remember when he like left Hollywood and like I'm still became there. I'm the, still here. The fucking that crazy recluse for three years <laughs> for some shitty movie his buddy Casey Affleck made. And like, did you did you hear how that all ended? No, I don't even. Really it was a practical I joke. I know it was about. <laughs> it. That's what was so fucked up about it. But he, it's like a three year fucking thing. Yeah, that oh. guy was like on this crazy fucking insane trajectory, and he's like, fuck it for three years. He came off of Walk the Line, Oscar winner, ready mm-hmm. to like. The next 20 years of his career is pretty much set. Uh, and then him and Casey Africa are like, let's go fuck with the entire system yeah. and show them that just because you win an Oscar means fuck sweet all. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's one of the greatest but pranks it, I've ever but seen. It's, but it's crazy at the It same didn't time. have the payoff that I think they no. wanted because the... Because the news cycle so fast with Hollywood that yeah. they were like... Who, who's this fucking guy? He won an Oscar when? Like, you know, like <laughs> no, it's, I, it's, you know, it's like, oh, is he on the Kardashians? Because if he's not, we don't care. He's dating Chloe now. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, you, and you can you can peg who da- Chloe dated by which part of her body has been augmented with different plastic surgery. <laughs> exactly. Tristan Thompson. Chris Humphreys. <laughs> Chris Humphreys had the butt. Tristan Thompson had the breasts. That's where the photos lie. No, Chris Humphreys dated Kim Kardashian. So you're right. Yeah. I, I can't really? keep up with that show. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Interesting. Good Tristan. for him. Yeah. <laughs> Your Us Weekly knowledge is weak sauce. <laughs> well, usually Mark is here, okay? Yeah, pop culture aficionado. <laughs> usually yeah. Mark has all this info. So Mark, Mark's like hardcore, like, you know, has the TMZ, like, like <laughs> hooked to his veins. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm going to say yes. Yeah. It's either that or God knows what. Um, oh, I, I, oh, I, I actually yeah. do have an answer for this. Okay. Um, I'm oh, glad okay. you guys mentioned Casey Affleck because I, when I watched uh, Manchester by the Sea for the first time, yes. um, that was just Ooh. an amazing movie. Like, when it starts, you you don't really know where it's gonna go or what it's gonna do, and then can I, I'm gonna spoil it. It's been a, what it's been it's five been out years. Long our spoiler our spoiler is two weeks. Anything over two okay. weeks, we can talk about. <laughs> Are you fucking for real? I am for real. I give it two weeks if it's in the theaters, and if it's not, just we say spoiler, spoiler alert just in case. Yeah. Oh yeah. Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen a movie from 2017. Go on. Definitely watch Manchester by the Sea though. Um, yeah, and you find out like he accidentally killed his whole family, and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ! That's and pretty hard the, to swallow. That's heavy. And he like he goes to the police station expecting to go to jail for the rest of his life, and they're like, This was an accident. There's nothing we could do. And now he just has to live with it mm. forever by himself, and it's just the saddest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. It's pretty crushing. I, yeah. I did a one. I've only I've only seen that once, but I was. <laughs> 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 like it, it, it's that ugly quivering lip cry <laughs> that like it's hard to fit your McDoubles between the it totally is <laughs> is, that why, is that why you grew a beard to hide that <laughs> that makes sense now. no I grew the beard because I ate too many cheeseburgers and I wanted a jawline ah, that's, <laughs> that's why I grew the beard this Ukrainian round shape that's the Michael shape. reason yeah there it is Marty, Marty knew me pre-beard Marty knew me with eyeliner nail polish and no beard Pre-beat. Oh my god! I wish I'd seen that, Mike Petro. I'll put the wow. pictures up on the Instagram feed after. Wow. Uh, they're they're on Facebook. There's like three or four of them where I'm still. Remember those days, Marty? No, because they had blacked out a lot of them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. There's 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 a lot of. Were dr- you going to D Machine a lot? No, Whiskey Dicks and Alive. He was wearing the shorts from last week. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> part of the outfit. I was. Is that where you met my brother? Like uh, when he was bartending there? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Fun. The one night that I bugged him the most, this is totally tangent, but it's worthy because you'll you'll find this funny, Rob. It was my birthday, and I kept coming out every 10 minutes and being like, you haven't given me my birthday shot yet. And this was like eight shots deep. <laughs> and he just kept feeding me like <laughs> the worst. Like, he would make the worst shots, like the girly, sugary ones. I, my 27th, 28th birthday, the entire hangover is dedicated to your brother. Hmm. He's awesome. Like, All lemon drops? All, lemon drops, <laughs> dirty hookers. You name it, but he was just giving you sourpuss by the end of the night, and you didn't For even notice. Water. It yeah. was just water. At, it was at, like a drop of sourpuss in water. Yeah. Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> I'm so drunk. So, <laughs> that, that's a really good impression to me. Thank you. Here's here. Uh, 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 is, that, is that how you cry or is that how you puke? That's that's uh, that's. Uh, it can be both. Christelia is uh, uh, that he does that skit with uh, drunk drunk girls. Oh yeah, you don't mean, even. Uh, you mean the skits he'll never get to do again? Yeah, I <laughs> guess kinda so. Fucked. Eh? Yeah, him yeah. and Callan, man. I tell you, uh, that's another podcast. So um, I cry with my little eye. <laughs> Something that is Goodwill Hunting. So mm. it's not your fault. Mm. It's not your fault, Will. It's not Great your movie, fault. by the way. Do Great you guys movie. remember that scene? Yeah. That's the scene when he just dumped Skyler and he's still trying to be all tough and shit and he goes to see uh, Shane. Sean, sorry. And Sheen. Uh, Sheen. There we go. Everybody's happy. And he... Sean sees an opening. Robin Williams character I think it's sees an CN. opening. CN. Fuck off. Simone. <laughs> Simone. <laughs> Shaniqua. There we go. Shan. Just Shan. No one said Shan. Shania. Shania Twain. That's who it is. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the E is silent. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, Robin Williams character sees an opening with Matt Damon, and it's just that continue of it's not your fault. And each time he says it, it breaks down a barrier that he's had from his horrible um, uh, foster parents mm. beating him and. You know, the the whole line of my foster father would put a belt, a wrench and another tool on the on the table and he would just say choose. And then Robin I, Williams I, says, I pick the table. Well, you, you pick the table. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me with the table. Me how could he possibly? <laughs> I, I think if you said that, you'd get beat with all four. All three, yeah. For like, oh, God. You know, thinking outside the box. <laughs> you get for being imaginative. <laughs> I will beat that out of you. <laughs> But just Robin Williams responds with, well, I'll take the belt. And then Matt Damon says, well, I'll take the wrench. He says, well, why? And he says, because fuck him. And that's the that's the Mm -hmm. moment where I'm like, okay, this is a very bruised boy who's had a really Mm -hmm. hard life. And the whole father aspect, too. Like I've made mention in the past about how like our boy's freaking smart. He's fucking smart as fucking anything, (laughs) boy. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. My boy's freaking smart. (laughs) I want a double burger. Speaking of Casey (laughs) Affleck, we'll put your burger up here and we'll put it on layaway and then every week you can give me five cents and by the end of the month you'll have your fucking burger yeah yeah you've earned your point thank you um <laughs> i but, love that boston accent it, just, <laughs> it makes me want to just drink beer and bite and people. wear khakis <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's makes, it makes me want to be racist at a celtics game you, you know what now that now that you brought up the whole robin williams another one that's really popping in my mind i'm just gonna throw another one out there yeah dead poets aside. oh carpe oh. diem yeah, like, carpe die. Oh, oh, captain, my captain. Yeah, like you're not a human being if you if don't you, cry. If yeah. there isn't like, even, and maybe you don't full on cry, but there has to be that. 
Like a little bit out, just like a touch of the whimper. You'll like show it to your kid someday, and if your kid doesn't react, you're like, we got to get a new one. Chemical sterilization. This one's a problem. Oh, no. Okay, quick question before we move on here. Martin, do you act like you're not crying in a theater if you're with somebody who doesn't know you well? Like a, a maybe a date. Like, do you do you let the tears flow on a first date? Or I do just you... avoid that. Okay, no, I don't take a first date to a movie that yeah, might that's... make me cry. Well, okay, I shouldn't say. Hang on, no. Let me rephrase. The yeah, first... you go to Transformers, bro. <laughs> okay, yeah, but Transformers might make you cry because if Optimus dies, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Put the cube in I my chest. I cried with you in Avengers, didn't I? Did we cry in Avengers Endgame? We we both cried yeah. in Avengers Endgame yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know who put. But everyone was crying in Avengers. Yeah, I don't know who pulled like whose who's nose hair to make us cry. <laughs> yeah. That was a man's man's movie. No, I guess okay. So when you go to a movie with someone for the first time, do you let the tears flow? Because yeah, first date movies. We've already talked about that. That's a bad idea. But excuse me. Do you do you do you let the emotion get to you in front of somebody you don't know, Marty, or do you stuff it down deep no, inside? No, I, I, I stuff it down. Never there, like show I'm, weakness. You know, Never. Yeah. <laughs> Just bury it down like I'm digging a grave six feet under. All I can think of right now is, <laughs> are you ladies man two six nine? After he mentioned Transformers, are you ladies man two six nine? Rob, do you do you cry in front of people you don't know at a movie, or do you do you do you act like a man? Uh, There's nothing wrong. There's either way know, is fine. You, you know, I mean, at some point in my life, I th- I think I was I I was programmed to be as stoic as possible. Okay. Um, but I think <laughs> I, I think I've I've had Medusa I've, like I, fucking. Cold. You were raised by Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. If you have an issue, here's a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> um, beautiful man. That, that's a that's a beautiful fucking movie. Um. Now, now we're gonna talk. That was gonna be fat bastard the whole rest of the fucking episode. Um. No, I mean, I, I, I had a pretty significant kind of thing happen on a personal level years ago, and, and that kind of opened me up, and I did a lot of self, like you know, reflection, reflection. and stuff. And now I'm at a point in my life now where if 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 I cry a little bit in a situation, then I cry a little bit in a situation. Yeah. And honestly, on some level, I actually think being able to allow yourself to openly cry is actually more manly than stuffing it down. Agreed. Martin, what and do you say about fuck that? Fuck the naysayers. Damn, it's progressive, man. <laughs> Damn. Fuck you and your 2020 lifestyle. <laughs> Jimmy, do you cry in public? Oh yeah, when I saw 1917 I cried. Yes. Yeah. yeah, at the theater like that was a good movie. And you know what? I think I I I cry too. Um it's funny cuz last night or the other night or whatever night me and Sean were watching something and it, you know what it was it was it was uh, World of Dance is what we were watching. I know this isn't a movie, I know I'm breaking rules, but um just watching some of the art on screen like I'm affected my my point is is that I'm affected by not only a movie scene but something beautiful. And I think you're ripping off the person by being like, "I'm not going to fucking cry." What? Like, let them affect you. When a, when a when a director and a team of people get together to make a movie, and the scene has got that intent, to sit there and be like, "Fuck you! I'm not going to let you get to me." That's kind of rude. Like, you, sh- you should go through the motions, is what I'm saying. I'm not going to feel this. Yeah. yeah you know? Um, on the world of dance, was the episode about the Macarena? Is that what made you tear? Chicken dance. Hey, Marco. No, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful song. Beautiful origin. Very. Very choreographed, lovely movements. Okay. I can't. I can't begin to tell you. Is this a is this a Netflix show? No, World of Dance is on like NBC. I think Jennifer on Lopez regular is a show. Cable? Regular cable. Well, we've we've. I have gotten. Wow. I have, I've cut the cord, guys. Are I don't have cable anymore. I, is Mike Petro a boomer? What? 
No, I just like <laughs> dan- I love to dance. That's, that's kind Learn of Learn to code, why, Boomer. Yeah. Learn to code. Learn to code. Fuck off. <laughs> For those at home, Michael just did a full split. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. And Thank goodness his shorts were that short. <laughs> Finally a use. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. If you didn't lo- listen to last week's, definitely do, and you'll catch the short shorts reference. <laughs> All throughout the episode. I can, I can, I can show you what would have happened if you want, Rob, with these shorts. I can just, you know, no, no, okay, no, 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 no. Well, Martin, you no. can't see shit. You don't I, get a vote. It, it, I still don't want to hear it. I'll describe <laughs> it. <laughs> I'll describe it. I can describe it for you. The Martin. pubic hair on his balls looks similar to a cat's. What's going on here? <laughs> Which looked similar to the rest hair of the cat. on the cat's face. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. I'm keeping us out of a rabbit hole here, gentlemen. Let's move on to the fucking show. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Debate time. Jimmy, please tell everybody what we're debating because this is a sequel to last week's debate. Yeah, writing credits yeah, just, all around. Sorry, can I just, before you start, Jimmy, yeah. is this hater month? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> is it hater month? Uh, you know what, Martin? If there was ever a year to hate everything, it's this year. It is very true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's a dumpster fire. Yeah, this is very right. meta. Yeah. So for this week, we're just taking last week's topic and flipping it upside down. You take a universally loved movie and explain why it's actually a piece of garbage or why nobody should actually like it. Maybe the movie doesn't have to be a garbage itself, but just explain why it has bad themes, bad tones. Um, yeah. Perfect. Right? Martin, <laughs> we're going to let you go first because you're the furthest guy away from us, so please regale us with your pick of what a universally loved movie and why it is an absolute dumpster fire. I don't know if it's a dumpster fire. I remember it, it's just a it's a movie that shouldn't have gotten all the hype it deserved. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, that's fair. I didn't Personally, for me, I didn't like this movie. Um, the movie I picked was Titanic, and I always like to think of Titanic as this. Um, in Entourage, James Cameron had a cameo in a couple episodes, and someone asked him, like, what was the purpose of Titanic, and he said it was to make teenage girls cry, and if that was the purpose of Titanic, I think he did it. Um, but as a director, like, James Cameron, this is his, his, me his a teenage movie girl. lineup, by the way, right before Titanic. So as a director, he had, like, Terminator 1984, 1986 Aliens, 1989 The Abyss, 1991 Terminator 2 Judgment Day, and then 1994 True Lies, 97 Titanic. So why would um, he do – that's a weird – like uh, it just feels like he because he likes history and water. Oh, that makes no, that makes sense because yeah. he did a lot of like the underwater he, yeah. diving stuff himself, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's why he did. That's why he did a well. right. Actually, the Titanic, I guess. Right? Marty, I can tell you the, his his real obsession is he's got a deep love for navy ships. Oh, and ship history uh, okay. and ship building and stuff. So Which that's era kind of, of navy ships? I didn't go that down. <laughs> that circa that World down War One. I'm sorry. Call the fucker. Navy ships. <laughs> Mr. Cameron, <laughs> Double what ships do you like? I like a combination of steam-powered and sail. <laughs> uh, go on, Marty. Why else is it a piece of shit? Um, okay, so I just, I'll tell you about this. I just, I think the hardest part about picking this movie was having to rewatch all three and a half hours of it <laughs> yesterday. Did you watch the whole thing or did I, you fast forward a few times? I watched the whole thing, and I watched wow. it high. Not a good combination. Just say that. Uh, Were you stoned <laughs> at all? I mean, you... I was high. I was so high, and I, it wasn't a good combination. Like, actually, did made you the almost fall asleep a, a couple more. times? Did you have to espresso up a couple times? Did I have to what? Did you have to espresso up? Like have an espresso? Like say no. I had to take a break three times in the movie to smoke more weed, just because I like I just I'm, I wanted to not be sober for it, so I, I didn't have any I'm alcohol. I'm not even mad. House, I'm impressed. So. Right. <laughs> A whole wheel of is, cheese. Is is it the story that bothers you? Is it the acting? Is it the casting? It's, not, it's okay. I'll, I'll just there's a there's a couple of things um, <laughs> I, I wrote about this. He's got um, some qualms. I think 
I want to say, um, I the one part of the movie that I did like was the beginning. Um, you know, with, with the Bill Paxton character when they're kind of discovering the ship Titanic. I'm like, oh, this kind of reminds me of The Abyss, which is a movie I love by James Cameron. And I thought the movie, like, that I Bill was Paxton's so high in. that I thought, like, wow, what <laughs> if the movie was this? And I thought that would have been a cool part of the movie, just like kind of a continuation of The Abyss, but <laughs> discovering like the Titanic. Abyss too. You didn't feel that Bill Paxton was like. <laughs> trying to be too fucking cool though he totally oh, was hey yeah like trying to you be know, gold bloom you know and, and but he was like hitting on like the grandmother's like daughter and all those scenes and like you know excited. i fucking the shit out of her yeah we're gonna find this thing <laughs> he was too excited that was what it was it was he was like he couldn't wait to like unravel grandma and find out if you know if she really knew where the heart of the ocean was. i agree this movie fucking sucks and i've got <laughs> yeah. one one th- well hang one, on hang on hang on before you let's go not give it to martin yeah. just yet. Yeah, yeah 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 like <laughs> he has he has to bend over willingly, okay? Yeah. Otherwise, it's considered not consent. So, um, so one of the yeah. other things I just want to say too, one of the other things that sucked for this movie was when I was doing research, I forgot that Bill Paxton died, and I just was sad even more watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do so, it. Too. Hold on, you're gonna blame yeah. Titanic and Bill Paxton's death for you not liking Titanic? <laughs> yeah, the, the fact that he has yeah. a he had congenital heart failure <laughs> is Titanic's fault. Somehow, it's James Cameron is involved in this fucking conspiracy fuck, fuck you James Cameron for putting Bill Paxton in every one of your movies <laughs> you ruined and him. making him a movie star <laughs> weird science was good enough <laughs> aliens man Hudson. Hudson yeah you're right I'm we're gonna die here man we're gonna die put her in charge um, I'm Hudson he's Hicks acting too um so the acting for this movie, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think Kate Winslet deserved the nomination for it. Um, and I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio, I don't think he really, like, I don't really think I liked him as an actor until, like, maybe around after 2000. Maybe, the I beach. think, maybe around Inception. Really? Like, wow. really? Like, you don't like him before yeah, I Inception? Didn't, I didn't like him as an actor. In, in the Titanic, too, I thought the the language was forced. You didn't it like was, him the acting was great. if I can? This Ooh. boy's life with Robert De Niro? Yeah, it was. Um, I didn't Gilbert, think he was Gilbert Grape. Grape. Yeah, yeah. Damn, Martin. Take away a point, dude. Like, dude, what about the acting still, of Billy Zane? <laughs> Zilly Zane was so good in that so movie. Terrible. Zilly Bane. Zilly Bane is what we're calling it from now on. It's like a silly Zilly Batman Bane. villain. <laughs> Zilly Bane. Remember when he did the movie The Phantom? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh gosh. I wore a phantom ring, ironically, for six months. <laughs> Unironically. <laughs> um, Marty, just so you know, uh, if I, I, actually for everybody here, Gwyneth Paltrow, Winona Ryder, Claire Danes, Gabrielle Anwar, and Reese Witherspoon were all considered for the role. But Kate... Wow. Kate uh, won a boxing match. Won a boxing match <laughs> against Gwyneth, and here we are. Really? No, not true. <laughs> That's she, amazing. No, she, she, that makes she, the movie good now. She, right? And this is a, this is this is pre like technology. She would send little handwritten notes to Cameron every day. Like she'd mail them out so that they would land every day. Who's this? Would, mail uh, them by carrier pigeon. Kate, uh, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Would, were they were they the ones that like they unfolded? Like they were the thing. I don't know like, if they were origami. Like, flip like a like, nor, like a fucking ninja star in <laughs> class. I it just said, you suck, Cameron. <laughs> you suck until you hire me. Well, no. It just like, said, fuck but like, you and spit. <laughs> spit in blood. I'll do this role only because I want to be in T3. Nice. <laughs> well, yeah, but she she persuaded her way in. So that was that was how she got there, was these little notes. And Cameron was finally like, hey, come to Hollywood. And, I and didn't hate T3 was, were, were, were each of the notes, actually, you put them together, and it was one of those things where you go, and it was like an animation. <laughs> it's like a long story. Yes, of, it was a flip book. <laughs> of James Cameron giving her the part. 
part. <laughs> each, each giving page, her the part. Giving her the part. Anyways, Marty, what else you got? That was crazy. I just didn't like Kate Winslet's accent. I don't know if it was just me, but it seemed like that's her it, actual it was accent. Not British, <laughs> That's but just it how was she British, talks. And it was English. It was like pick a side, like pick a lane. Did you like, say it wasn't British, you? but it wasn't English? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't Ameri- North American. It wasn't British. It, it was something. I Whatever was like, Zilly Baines. It was a, a drunk Welshman. <laughs> Think of the drunk Welsh. Uh, okay, so we don't like Kate Winslet. Bill Paxton died. Uh, James Cameron just wanted to make young girls cry. What else you got? <laughs> Billy and the, the, the language was bad. Like the script was terrible. I think that it was just all too predictable. It was just it was so cheesy at times. Well, and, like, I mean, you know, going into it, you know the boat's going to sink. Yeah, you, yeah, you're already, you're already <laughs> well that, aware. I think that's why you like the, you I'm tolerate the all the like, shittiness. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't win a, he didn't win an Oscar for Best Picture because of the fucking screenplay. It well, was, it was, hey, it was, that's a good point. Did it win best? Did it guys, win for best screenplay? No, uh, I don't know if I had that note. But you know, I, can't, you I know, know Mar- it, I know it won for best director, and I know it won for yeah. best picture. Well, I could see oh, why. Best for, best picture, like for those sure. that okay, best director makes sense. It, Hang on, I'll tell you guys right now. Okay, so nominated for fourteen Academy Awards, which tied All About Eve for the most ever. Um, Didn't see that coming. Most, so most, one, it won 11 out of 14. Is that because it made the most money ever up until that point? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, it did. Because it was, it, up until that point, it was the most expensive and most successfully. Hey, quick side note. Successful. Did you know that James Cameron has made the most expensive movie four times? Yes. In his so, like yeah. Avatar, which, Titanic, which uh, I'm like, Aliens, right? and uh, the first Terminator. Weird. Which I'm going to, I'm wow. going to open up the floor now to uh, put Martin over a barrel. Oh, I'm not here. done yet. I'm oh, okay. Yet. Sorry. Well, there's on. more shit about this. It's it is more. three and a half hours. Yeah, no, his, <laughs> his argument should be Are you going to talk about the raft at the end? Please talk about I'll the raft. I'll say this. I'll say this. He's saving um, it for the end. I'll just close by saying, you know, this, this for Best Picture, this movie beat out um, Goodwill Hunting. Wow. And I just can't, I can't stand that this movie beat out Goodwill Hunting when basically the script is based on the lyrics of Uptown Girl. Like, that is the whole script. Read the lyrics of Uptown Girl and that is the Titanic script. Well, that's because people in America have a grade six reading uh, level. <laughs> that's that's too fair, I think. That's yeah. You're you're you're, <laughs> you're giving, being you're, nice. giving, you're giving them points. They don't actually being go to school. Way yet. too nice. Uh, we love you, America. Um, Utah. We just we just, we just know your 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 education system is fucked. Not you. I heard everyone in Utah is really nice. I mean, everybody in Utah is married. So is that because they wear <laughs> magical underwear? <laughs> Okay, Marty, <laughs> what else you got? Um, and I'll just say this. I'll end by this. You know, it's it's basically uh, a love story and then followed by like two hours of just a snuff film. Just people dying for part two of hours. Me. That's what this whole thing is. Titanic basically. is a snuff film. <laughs> That's I like it. that. That's where, okay, so snuff meaning that potentially a bunch of people are going to die and all we're doing is watching slow death. And you know what's going to happen. It. I think Martin's right. Yeah, okay, I can I, actually I, see that. I don't think they had enough room to bang in the back of that Model T. <laughs> if we're being honest, you no. don't think there was like the script continuity got a little fucked there. Yeah, and then like, at the very end, there's like this, real? there's like there's like it's, is... it's all fogged up, and then there's like this cum covered hand that like. Can I just say this, Rob? I just want to say this: cum-covered. life finds a way. It's true. That's true. It's true. That's true. That's very true. It's true. Um, uh, babies have been made in the back of smaller vehicles. I'm sure. So, so like, here's, hold on. Yeah. in a plane is the Mile High Club. What is doing it in a car on a boat? 
<laughs> would that be would that be going to Mariana's Trench? <laughs> there we go. Is the boat on is the that, bottom that, of the ocean or is one, it still one floating? Ping only, one ping only. <laughs> <laughs> the well mile done, below Marty. sea level. Club? Mile could, below. It, could it have been in on a cool boat like the Lusitania? <laughs> I know what it is. It's the Thirty Fathoms Club. Wow, there it is. <laughs> Because oh, that's, that's how it. deep yeah, it went down. <laughs> how about 20,000 Leagues Club? Okay. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Everybody's getting points. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets a point. Check okay. under your chair, Martin. You got a point. Okay. I, I don't. <laughs> nice, Jimmy. Um, I don't know if I've got it. See, the thing is, is this is about proving why it's bad. So for us to arc, to counter and say why it's good, it's really the argument is about agreeing if it like to agree with marty if it's bad or not so i, I don't just, even know if we should counter with this I, 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 can i say a couple things yeah, that are good sure. about the movie okay yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah mm-hmm. they built a giant massive um like water tank and they actually built an on-scale replica that they actually of like the boat actually turning so they didn't rely too heavily on CGI. They added some additional things in the actual filming when it went. But the fact that they were able, they first they built such a massive tank, and secondly, the fact that they had half the boat that actually turned and flipped, and they did the shooting you on that. Read your notes, young guy. I didn't actually read the oh, notes. Just... I just know this. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, oh, shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> Time to read the notes. Because you said send me it two hours before because I forgot to. (laughs) Is there a script for this week? No. No. (laughs) Um, But no, I think that's really cool. And I mean, uh, you know, when you look at the opposite, which would be Avatar, where it's basically almost a hundred fucking percent CGI. Yeah. For camera movie, so weird if that was all practical. (laughs) Oh God, would it ever? Well, the movie would have cost like six billion (laughs) dollars to to play on what you're saying, just to give you this. Rob's right about all this, by the way. Uh, So it's a five million U.S. gallon tank that was used. I only like UK gallons. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, For used for sinking interiors. All right, Uh, which the entire set could be tilted into the water, which is pretty fucking unbelievable. I saw when they did a dog's purpose here. I went to the set that day and saw the tank they used for the water scene. And it was fucking huge, and it was nowhere near even like a hundred thousand gallons. Boy, so, did they drown that dog! They fucking drowned that dog. Um, was and there then, a real dog they drowned? No, they didn't drown okay. any dog. <laughs> Somebody really that video they that was just like a thing that came out that it said they were torturing the dogs on set, but they weren't. And they weren't because if you look at the video <laughs> like, clip, it's is, edited. Isn't yeah. there like half? Doesn't for movies? Isn't there like an agreement that like someone from PETA has to be on the set or I can from, even like, that kind of thing? I can they would you, never even like it. Wouldn't it's no. just not. Yeah, they only that kill humans on on the sets of movies. Exactly. Animals. There's four or five dogs that are all the same breed that are brought in, and when one is getting scared or getting stressed, they take it out. Oh, okay, and they cool. ro- they rotate. So it's like Cole and Dylan Sprouse and Mr. Deeds. Exactly. <laughs> Just swap them out. <laughs> uh, so five hundred five million U.S. gallon tank for the sinking interiors, and then in order to sink the grand staircase, it was ninety thousand U.S. gallons of water were dumped onto the set and lowered into the tank. Yeah, like so that, that grand that's sta- Christopher Nolan style shit. It, it totally is. And then to go against with what you're saying, there was a 45-foot miniature that was used um, to show, what was it here? Oh, yeah, so that was on the motion capture stage was the 45-foot miniature, mm-hmm. but the 65-foot miniature was designed to break in two repeatedly. Mm, right. So they, they, it was all practical shit. It was pretty yeah. fucking neat. Plus, they also used uh, those, like, uh, those underwater drones that they use, and they actually filmed a bunch of 
cool extra scenes of the Titanic under under the underwater. And I think those were similar. That was kind of a tie in with the Abyss that he had done a few years yeah, prior. Yeah, with like and the that's roving kind of, robots and that's like and his shit, yeah. that's his fucking hobby. I mean, the, the man yeah. built a fucking submarine and went to the bottom of the Marianas Trench for fuck's sakes. I know. James Cameron, we appreciate you. We just don't like Titanic. Yeah, yeah. I don't exactly. think he actually likes Titanic. <laughs> right? like, I, think I think he, he just he, made it right. to make it, and he's like, "Yeah, motherfuckers, most expensive, made over a billion dollars." And then he made Avatar, and he's like, "Suck it again, Mike dropped twice." Yeah. You're right. Dude just had a hard on for water. That that was a film for him. He yeah, just wanted to make. He should have done Waterworld. Imagine he'd done Waterworld. Oh, how awesome dear. it would have been. Oh God, Kevin yeah. Costner, everything's full circle, baby. That would have been a billion dollar mistake <laughs> if it was the same script, <laughs> instead of a three hundred million dollar washout. Okay, cool. Um, anybody else want to attack Martin here before we carry well, on? No, I mean, I think you're King right. Of the world! <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think what you said was right. Like, there's no reason to yeah, like dive it's, into it. It's people either like it or they don't. I particularly don't like this movie. Um, so I'm kind of with Martin here. You know what's crazy is that people went and saw it multiple <coughs> times in the theater. I Could you imagine? Seven. Really? Yeah. How many times? I well, there was four girls. Did you say four, seven? Hang on, there was four girls. Get out seven was, times. Yes, yeah, four girls. Wow. There was four girls I was interested in, and three times were with other groups. But I did see it seven times in the theater. Wow. You have impulse problems. I do. Dude, somebody do the math on that. What is that? Seven times three. Twenty-one hours of Titanic plus three and a half. That's that's a whole day of your life you spent watching that movie in the theater. Why do you th- why do you think I hate it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you guys Martin's only seen it twice. Did I saw you it fall seven. asleep any of those seven times? Yes. Okay, oh, okay, yes. okay. Now you're I didn't working. I didn't go in with bated breath being like more more Rosie more <laughs> like That's it wasn't so many cheeseburgers. Uh, well, no, cheeseburger <laughs> cheeseburgers were a late decision in life. I wasn't a cheeseburger <laughs> addict at 13 but well, well, maybe i was <laughs> maybe that's how i got here who knows yeah. rob i would love it if you went next oh you want me to go next <laughs> rob would you Kay. go next <laughs> yeah so the movie i chose is a uh, american beauty uh it came out in 99 it won uh, a slew of oscars in 2000 including best picture best director sam mendez um i don't i think it won best screenplay um, best actor uh, Kevin Spacey um, Annette Benning did not win they I think that was like this big upset and stuff like that but and, nominated and Warren Beatty like held her as caressed her at the Oscars because she was sad and all thank this you stuff. Warren Beatty I, I mean I, I, <laughs> you think you do something right at the Oscars I, you know when I saw this movie originally in the theater I liked it at the time but I watched it last night and just like I had wa- when I think I watched it probably about 10 or 12 years ago, it doesn't fucking hold up. It doesn't. No. It it, it was it, it kind of came out at a at a particular time, late 90s. 99. We're, we're on a fucking economic high, you know, the Cold War's over. 9/11 fucking hasn't happened yet. George Are you going to blame Bush. this on 9/11? No, no. <laughs> hey, no you no, blame no, Titanic no. on no, Paxton. No, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I blame it on box cutters. <laughs> um, I also refer to box cutters as tower taker downers. Wow. <laughs> Christ Amundo. <laughs> it's been fucking 19 years. You're dude. right. Come no, on. our limit is two weeks. You're right. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, that's that, a different that, spoiler. That, that aside, I mean, I mean, the roles are pretty good. I mean, Kevin Spacey's pretty good in it, but I, I I have a weird sour taste in my mouth now since 
kind of everything that's kind of happened with him in the last little while. And I, I the reoccurring theme of a 40-year-old man going through a midlife crisis and, like, perving on his daughter's teenage friend and, like, fantasizing basically about fucking her and Especially with eating, who Spacey is now. Like, you, you know, just, yeah, and then, I'm like, you. making out with her and then pulling, like, rose petals out of his mouth and stuff like that. I, I, I don't know. I just I, – I, I get where they were going with it. And I know it really helped solidify Sam Mendes' career, and he's made some great movies since then. It's got then. a big Woody Allen vibe to it. <laughs> it, totally, yeah, it, does. it totally does. And with the whole Epstein thing going on right now. It just feels weird. It just it just felt kind of gross. So, like, if it came and, out now. And and honestly, I mean, the movie's, the movie's good, but it's not that fucking good. And I think it, because it got – Everyone at TIFF that year had such a fucking hard on for it. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It carried no, all the right. way through to the you know to, to the Oscars. But here, I just want to list the movies that were also nominated for Best Picture in oh, 2000. Oh, this is interesting. Okay, Cider House Rules, which Good night. has that, Michael Kine, right? <laughs> Good night, you Full kings circle, of New England. But I mean, I didn't like Cider House Rules. <laughs> I thought it was Kine. major fucking boring. But whatever. Uh, the Insider came out that year with um, Russell Crowe. Oh, God, that's uh, such a fucking amazing movie. The Green movie. Mile. The Outsider which is an, The Green Mile? The, the Green sequel. Mile got nominated for Best Picture <laughs> that year. And th- there's another movie that makes me tear up a little bit. Yeah. yeah right? You know, Tom Hanks. And The Fucking Sixth Sense was wow. nominated that year. Whoa. And I want you to think about how good The Sixth Sense is. I want you to think about how many shitty movies M. Night Shyamalan has been allowed to make. The Village. Because he made that one fucking such amazing movie. And think about in 51st Dates how they have to rewatch that same movie every single fucking day. <laughs> every day. That would kill me after a while. But oh, honestly, I, 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 I believe that this movie got ridden with some hype and you know Kevin Spacey just carried it along. That it it it's it's way fucking overrated, Can and I, it's got crazy Rotten Tomato scores too, like eighty nine and ninety three and shit, like two. less than Captain America: The First Avenger <laughs> for some fucking reason. Worse than that, it is Captain America: The First uh, Avenger has ninety six percent. I like that movie. Okay, it's fine. 96%. I just think all superhero movies are the same, and that they should be at a flat fifty. But this is for a different conversation later. <laughs> <laughs> um, can what I? What does Team America have? Fuck, probably it deserves ninety six. It does. <laughs> Durka, Durka, Sherpa, Sherpa. Hang on, can Muhammad I? Jihad. Can I? Can I carry the conch here for a second? Um, I think I know what you're getting at, and I did write this down because I was like, I wonder if this is going to be part of somebody's argument. But scholars and academics have offered many possible readings on American Beauty. Mm-hmm. Film critics are similarly divided, as you've said, but not much. The quality of the film is their interpretations of what it means. Mm-hmm. Described as many as the meaning of life or the hollow existence of the American suburbs, mm-hmm. the film has defied categorization by even filmmakers. Mendez is indecisive, saying the script seemed to be about something different each time he read it. A mm-hmm. mystery story, a kaleidoscope journey through American suburbs, Suburbia, a series of love stories. It was about imprisonment, loneliness, beauty, funny, angry, and sad. It's too busy, I think. It is, and it's creepy. Like e- even back then, <laughs> creepy. He's he's Just holding creepy. the fucking camera and he's recording her and stuff. And it's like it's it's like you. It's that situation where you're like, is this where infatuation turns into stalking? You know. Right. And then there's that fucking scene, which is the quintessential scene of the whole movie, where he's filming the plastic bag for 15 minutes and it's it's so beautiful there's so much beauty in the world i just can't 
handle it. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, it's just like, I don't know. No. I think the best I think the best line of the whole movie is when she's being banged by Peter Gallagher. And she's like, give it to me, your high and your majesty. <laughs> that made me laugh. Marty, what's uh, what's Vancouver got to say about this? I I saw this in theaters, and I don't know about you guys, but I laughed at that opening scene when Kevin Spacey starting his day and just jerking off in the shower, <laughs> and nobody else in the theater laughed except me. I pulled a Jimmy where I had to leave the theater just because I was laughing so much. If only they were playing you some know what? jock jam. You know what? To, okay. your, to, your, yeah, to your point on that, too, it's funny, too, when he goes and starts jogging with the gay the gay couple down the thing, and one of them scat uh, bacula, and he's kind of like, so why do you want to do this? Do you want increased energy? And No, I just want to look, look good naked. And <laughs> <laughs> he starts buying weed and smoking up and working yeah, out. He's listening to The Who and Floyd. And it yeah. is creepy, but I think it's creepiness is on purpose. I it, think it totally is. It it's totally it's is. not supposed to be celebrated, but at, at, but people at the, do. But they do celebrate. Mm-hmm. It's hard to celebrate something once you know how dark and deep and weird like Kevin it, Spacey is. It just is feels now. like we were like setting it, Kevin Spacey up. Yeah, for, for like, his future life or you, his life that he was currently living. Do you think he's just never broke character? <laughs> That's what I mean. And it's like Crystalia and you. It's like, oh, That's he why he's such a good himself. actor. He's playing himself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, and then and then it's even funnier for them. Like inside, can you oh, imagine yeah. where they're like, nobody knows. I'm this sure is they're the just loving me, it. And they're like, this is so easy for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't even need to get in a character. I am the character. I actually feel like House of Cards, the, his character in House of Cards, that is actually Kevin Spacey. Well, when he broke possibly, from the yeah. show and did those two little things as uh, Frank, as that Frank. was fucking weird. Yeah. I'm like, but awesome. Okay. This is an unhealthy man. <laughs> yeah, there's something rotten in Denver here for sure. Or Denmark? I don't never it's, know. It's Denmark, but I like that you said rotten. <laughs> something in rotten in Denver. Denver. <laughs> and it's not this. It's omelet. bad CBD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with you, Rob. Uh, it, it, it's, it's an art house pick. I think. I don't think yeah. it necessary. And I mean, that's why Tiff. That's why I tried. Can I, on that, on that yeah, note, on yeah. that note, can I say this? Is this the reason why this one best picture is because the Academy at that time was probably run by just old, old aging white dudes, so they could relate to this movie? Is that <laughs> why one best yeah. picture? Maybe. Yeah, quite possibly. Totally. totally. The other thing is too is I, it's uh, uh, when I say it's not terrible. It's not a terrible movie. Uh, what I'm basically getting at is it's not. It doesn't live up to the hype. It doesn't. Um, it it doesn't resonate on the same level today. It doesn't live. It it what's what's the term when you watch something years later and it's not good? Staying it doesn't, or doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up. It it just it doesn't. Like, so it, like if it water. was released now, yeah. you think it like? Let's say it's released now. It wouldn't maybe get, not with it, Kevin Spacey. It wouldn't get made today. Okay. It would have a very it, hard. It, yeah. it would be it would be super independent. It wouldn't have a major unless your name series. is Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah, unless you're. I feel like he's finally not gonna get a movie made now. Yeah. Well, they're still letting Roman Polanski do it. Yeah. I mean, uh, fuck. From Europe, Rosemary's but... <laughs> Baby was really fucking good. That's why. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, we've had that conversation. How can you can you look at a talent and can you look at that person as a shitty human being and separate talent from the person? I, I, I can, is it, but... Is it, is it cancel culture with that kind of situation? And that's such a complicated one, too, because the girl in the situation says that she's forgiven him and moved on. And But it's, again, it's, with this whole Epstein thing, slope, it's, yeah. it's something that I think really kind of... 
almost that comes to bigger the attention only, nowadays. The only movie that Woody Allen's going to get to make is the Epstein bio. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the only movie they're going to because you, that's you know enough. He, that's because he was there probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Him and Stephen Hawking. Yeah. <laughs> we just found that out this week. That Stephen, Jesus Christ. But he was there for a charity event. He wasn't there. I mean, they, they, they were business partners. Yeah, I hope it was just a charity event or else like, I'm, do I have to burn my copy of A Brief History Oh, so time? They, like, they were giving the girls away that is some dark shit. <laughs> I love it though. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Jimmy. Oh, right. We're doing the debate. Okay. <laughs> um. We're not going to talk about Adrenochrome and Jerry Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> we did. I woke up this morning to our guy chat with Robin, and I was like, "Why are we talking about Adrenochrome at ten o'clock in the morning?" But because whatever. That's the way I roll. And I was so busy this week, I didn't get to chat on it very much, yeah. and I had this pent up shit. Anyway, go on. Jimmy. All right. Uh, well, it's actually playing in the background. I picked Ferris Bueller's Day Off for this week. Um, universally loved movie. Like, I genuinely don't know a person who doesn't like this movie. The entire least a fucking little school bit. loves Fer- Ferris. Every it's about Rooney, man. <laughs> no, I don't mean just Ferris himself, but the movie. Like, everybody... You can talk to anybody, and they've seen this yeah. movie. They love this movie. Mm-hmm. I just... Like, I was talking to Mike a bit before we started the show, but my whole argument this week is... Like, we're supposed to cheer for this guy, but he is the most manipulative sociopath on the face of the planet. <laughs> Literally opens his eyes the first time we see him. He is manipulating his parents. That's the first thing he does in the morning. Absolutely disgusting human being. Um, is he worse than Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell? Fuck, Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody call the garbage man. <laughs> um, I, like, it's kind of close i think we just have a bigger sample size with zach um (laughs) were you an ac slater fan jimmy (laughs) let's just say i related pretty hard to dustin diamond okay (laughs) so five years away from you making your own porno is that what you're getting at yeah if we're lucky i have the sound gear jimmy all we need is the camera (laughs) Um, yeah, I, like after he manipulates his parents, he immediately jumps into manipulating Cameron into coming mm-hmm. and dealing with his bullshit. And again, like Screech, I feel so incredibly bad for Cameron this whole time. And maybe it's because I have him tattooed on my back, but it's it's whatever. <laughs> um, I thought it was Stevo. <laughs> <laughs> no, Stevo has Jimmy on his back. <laughs> That's, That's right. the story. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> um, he's like honestly, I just don't see how we're supposed to root for this guy when he does these kind of things and everyone did you guys have someone in your school that was just like was untouchable basically like ferris in a way well rob you went to river east didn't you i did, I did. <laughs> and i went to miles mac and these are schools because i mean you're you went to school out of town i guess right? i went to yeah in selkirk in selkirk yeah. yeah okay the comp right well yeah um lord selkirk regional comp which the only school. reason i make that point is because <laughs> i feel maybe a rural school like did they have them at your school like where was we was were it? 10 to 12, about 1,300 kids. Holy shit. So no one was untouchable. <laughs> okay, yeah. But that's, yeah, that's how yeah. big River East is. River East yeah. was 1,500 kids, and yeah. it was 10 to, 10 to 12. We yeah. were only... But River East, it had a wide segment. It had, like, your rich kids from East St. Paul. Yeah. It had your oh, yeah. middle-class kids from I went North to your Cardonan, dances. I know what it's all about. And you had kind of, like, you know, then there was, like, a lot of Manitoba housing around. So it so had it the wasn't, whole demographic kind of... So it wasn't necessarily one kid as a group of kids. I don't yeah, think we had a Zach Morris. But, but there was definitely... <laughs> no. River, River East, there was definitely kids that were untouchable or, you know... And I gotta say, I that, fucking hated them with all my heart. Yeah. So did I, I really man. did. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine They got going a brand new car school. when they were 16, man. Fuck those he, guys. 
And like Fuck he, he barely Fuck goes to school at all. Yeah. And everyone still <laughs> loves him and knows him, even the fucking teachers. And the secretary says he's a pretty righteous dude, you know? <laughs> that Ferris. I is couldn't pretty imagine righteous. hating someone more than hating Ferris Bueller. Just because he's he's getting all this undeserved yeah. attention and all of this love for no fucking reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just There's a joke. Is, is thing, it because you secretly want to be you, him? Oh, most definitely. And that's why I think Cameron <laughs> hangs out with him all the time. Think about it. Why would Look at he, We're watching this right now on the background. Cameron is literally having a panic ta- attack laying down because he can't move. He can't breathe because Ferris has put him through all this bullshit. And but is, Ferris, but but is Fer- Cameron actually doing this secretly so that he can get like the sweet, Closer to Sloan? The Sloan touchy-touchy? <sighs> Fine. Ooh. Quite possibly. And this... Like, the whole thing, it just brings me to the end of the movie where Ferris, uh, they're trying to reset the car uh, as mileage, right? Trying to reset it back. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably oh, one of the yeah. best scenes. That's and it awesome. crashes through. Yeah. It crashes through the window, through the garage. And Cameron's just like, you know what, man? I'm good with this. And you're going to tell me that Cameron's dad didn't get home and still beat the living shit out of him? Yeah. yeah no. but Cameron's dad yeah. deserves bullshit. for that to happen because anyone with a glass garage, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you know what? Fair. Was he still wearing the hockey jersey? But fair. That would have made easier Cameron. for him to beat him up. You know what I mean? Cameron's gonna pull it up over his head. Jerseys. Of- <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Uh, I just like Cameron can't just sit there and say, "Yeah, know what, Ferris? You're good." Because Ferris isn't good. Because Cameron's dad is still gonna get home and fucking murder him. Like that's not. You can't just. Ferris is gonna go home with a clean conscience because Cameron said he was good, even though Cameron's still gonna die. Yeah, but isn't no. Cameron's dad he left like his, super he left, he rich left the man and behind. that shit's insured? Cameron's drowning himself as we speak. From what Ferris put him I mean, through. he crashed a Ferrari. That's a pretty big deal. But Ferris <laughs> saves no. him. Oh, no, I, Marty, you know you're right. You're right. Like, That's it, because he wouldn't have anyone else to torture. True. It, it, With his sister. Yeah, he... See, Principal I'm, Rooney. You're not helping. You're helping, your, you're not helping yourself here. You're helping me. Because these are just more people that Ferris has put through absolute hell for no reason but at all. But it's also for, com- for comedy. And I like the comedy. <laughs> for, for, it's for yeah. the art, man. It's for yeah. the art. I just... I don't... I think, can I say this? I think it came out during a time where, you know, middle class to high class suburbia was a thing. So a lot of kids probably related to it. That's probably why a lot of kids and saw it. Cause I hate you know, all the kids that kids relate to, to Ferris. Those types of high schools. Hate it's them also, all. it's also kind of like, like this is Reagan America right now, right? Most definitely. In this, and this is suburban Chicago, waspy, blah, blah, blah. And, and I think, yeah, like, I mean, it's showing the rebellion of what the eighties kind of epitomized, right? For a lot of people. Were there any Asians in this film? I don't think there were um, any. I just, no, just no, that, no. There wasn't even a not. token black guy. You in could movie. say that for any person of color. There was none in this movie. No. Yeah. Um, Charlie Sheen's like the badass, like, you know, person in it. Oh, I just don't think this is a movie that people should idolize. He's so pasty in this. It's it, good, right? <laughs> it really is at its core, Jimmy, and I'll agree with you on this one, and maybe Martin can back me up here when I'm done, but I, after everything you've said, it is about the slime ball getting away. He's, with, like, with he's an absolute slime ball. But he's yeah. so charming. <laughs> well, no, but hey, but that's that's John Hughes' problem for you, not, not for the viewer, because Broderick was the only one who was considered for this role. It was his charm. And, and Matthew Broderick. Was, Killed a guy. <laughs> can, can I be honest with you, though? I've always felt that I've been somewhat manipulative, and I've always gotten away with a lot of Do things. Do you relate so to him, you I piece re- of shit? Do relate. you have Ferris poster on your room? I have to hate you. Yeah, oh I off to it every night. <laughs> I actually don't have a poster anymore. It's just it's ingrained in my spank I bank. See. What, Marty? What do you think about all this? You know, I it's I hate like I like the movie. Uh, I agree with what Jimmy said. Like the character is a piece of shit, and I'm just wondering like. 
he's probably the guy who's you know the head of Enron and had the had the whole scandal <laughs> happen at the end of the whole thing. I'm right? so like happy that. you said that, my, or Martin. Because Halliburton. Halliburton. I was telling Lockheed Martin. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy you said that, Martin, because I was telling Michael before the show that Ferris is literally growing up to be like a young Patrick Bateman. Like he's yeah, he's a full-on so, sociopath. Yeah. Like he's going to be. Someone who desires he, to kill people. I, I don't feel His like he dog has the dedication. By the end of next, I feel like yeah. he doesn't have the dedication, though, to do that many sit-ups. He doesn't have to. <laughs> He'll just have it because <laughs> he's perfect the way he is. Yeah, and mommy and daddy love him, and they support in every decision that he does. Mm-hmm. And They'll get him a trainer. The, exactly. No, I, <laughs> he's he's True. a weasel. So I have to ask you a question. What, he's a little what weasel. movie is the continuation of Ferris Bueller as an adult? Uh, American Psycho. It, does, <laughs> it, does, it doesn't work with the dates. Avengers Endgame. <laughs> American Beauty, actually. Yeah, there it yeah, is. There it is. Uh, any Rob, you got anything else before we move on here, Marty? Can I get it. Ferris, I, 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 I like this movie, I but, I, but I get your argument that Ferris Bueller, Bueller is a piece of shit, and that's why I brought up the Zach Morris things, because <laughs> right. Zach it's, Morris is trash. Videos on YouTube, very and good similarities. That's ex- as soon as you brought that up, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Check those out; they're very fun. They're fucking hilarious. <laughs> they're really funny, and you realize how terrible <laughs> Zach Morris really and is. We idolized him, and I don't, I can't figure out why. Slater was a great dude. Everybody should have liked Slater. Yeah, preppy. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't a dick. No, I get, I get. He was. He, he didn't have a cellular phone, though. <laughs> he, I, you know what? That cellular phone and those fucking Zubas pants that Zach always used oh, to wear with fuck. the with the pump up. They're the epitome. And the frosted tips. He's just, they're the epitome of what Hollywood thinks we want. That's to right. Be. And that's what Ferris is. Exactly. Like yeah. if we want an it, unreachable goal. Of a terrible human being that we should also. So, are you not which, a big John Hughes fan then? Oh, I love John Hughes, <laughs> <laughs> but no. But it's 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 interesting because now we're we're approaching the end of the movie where we're now in the glass garage that you love so much, Rob, and 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 uh, uh, help me, Jimmy. I just know Cameron. His, Cameron, thank you. I was going to say Ruck because that's his real name. Um, he's he's the loser. He's so good in the end City. of the movie, like Ferris and I don't Sloan think he walk has away. Other friends, yeah. So he's been. Com- I, you know what? I'm not proud of this, but there was a kid in our group that we took advantage of and used his house for a party and totally wrecked it. He's the Cameron, yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. like that. What I what I appreciate about it is, is it does pull from real high school life in regards that not everybody's equal in this movie. And in and the f- in the follow up, I hope Cameron <clears throat> beats the shit out of Ferris Bueller. God, in that would college. be so satisfying. Like just right? pummeling his fucking like, face. <laughs> I just, I don't, I, like I don't know. I feel so bad for him. Like he he didn't deserve any of this day. And me, Robot talking, Chicken needs to do like, something uh, like, like that. Like, right? like something like that about Cameron's Ferris dad gets home and just beats him with I'm, a wrench. I'm gonna write an email to <laughs> Seth Green. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, they've here just just some here's some fun little tidbits about um, the movie that I looked into. So here. Cameron and Ferris, they're uh, they're going off to college, right? Like this is their last year of high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're never going to see each other again. Well, no, because he gets a fifteen. Cameron gets a fifteen eighty on his SATs, and fu- <laughs> and and then and fucking Fer- Ferris, his dad pays so he can get into uh, Harvard or Yale. Or, no, no, or, Waldorf, and right. you know, whatever the fucking school Trump went to. That's what, you know. <laughs> right. And Ferris ends up being the one who's more successful because he's got the money to do it, and we're supposed to cheer for him. No, because he's, he's the one percent. He's a backstabbing cocksucker manipulator. Right. He's built for it. But you know what? Good guys finish last. <laughs> before before I before I close this out here, gentlemen, um, I just like there, this is this was some fun stuff I found out. Uh, the insured shots of the far Ferrari were actually a 250 GT California. 
Oh. So anytime they're in the car, it's, and they made only 100 of these cars. So they had to make replicas for the movie because when they break it yeah. and how many scenes they had to go through, they weren't going to break a car that only 100 were ever produced. Why not? What, didn't they have the budget for that? This they do have the budget for it, but at some point you have to tell yourself, like, you know, this, this, is, this is dumb for art, right? Like, um, to wreck a classic car that has almost a priceless <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It seems right tag. in line with Ferris Bueller's personality. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wreck it, break it, movie. fuck it all. Yeah. Everything's fine. Take no prisoners. Um, so we... But, before we uh, switch over to Michael, could, do you guys have a guess on what day it was that he didn't go to school? Does anyone know? Like, which, like, I have no which idea. Which day of the week? Yeah. What day was Ferris's let's day start, off? Let's start with Marty. What do you think day, what day it was, Marty? If you had to I got to go with Wednesday, hump day. Hump day. Right, oh, okay, middle yeah. of the week. Break up the week. Break up the week, man. Okay. I feel that. Rob, what do you think it was? I couldn't see I, it. I think I'm going to agree with the Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I yeah. couldn't see it being like a long weekend type scenario either. No? No. No, I couldn't see it being a Friday or a Monday. He'd definitely go middle of the week. Maybe even Tuesday. I think a Monday. But I always like calling into sick on a Monday, so that's where my like I don't like calling in yeah, sick. Yeah, but but, like, but 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 the true Machiavellian plan would be to call in sick on the Wednesday because the Monday seems too obvious. It is, yeah. And then when you do it and you show up on the Tuesday, just like with school, you show up and you're like, uh, why do you look so good? Well, I had an extra day to get better. You know, like you got a lot more to cover for on a Monday or Friday than you do in the midweek. I, okay, all right. Wednesday it is. Fuck it, you guys win. No, 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 that's fair. Your Monday argument was okay. <laughs> this is the best part where he's just about, he's just about to, like, one it's last kick. It's not your kick. fault, Mike. It's not your fault. Fuck off. <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> well played, Marty. Well played. Uh, another little factoid. Uh, the parade scene took multiple days to film. Broderick spent some of the time practicing the dance moves. Uh, the for- problem was he kept running people over in the parade. <laughs> you know what? That, the parade scene, the parade scene's kind of cheese dick now. It, it doesn't is. hold. It doesn't hold up. Honestly, uh, I'm so glad you said that because it doesn't I missed hold, it. It doesn't hold it's up. It's just stupid. It's stupid. It's, it's a weird musical part thrown into this movie that has no other musical part. Yeah, it's like let's do an ensemble <laughs> dance. It's it is over the top. But you know what? It's funny you say that, Rob, because it was choreographed. But then when they went to go film it, Hughes was like, "Just do whatever you want." Ah, like well, that'd be every, more parade but they feel. They still so, remember the choreography. Yeah, like he was he was told don't get in line so much with the choreography where everybody else is doing it. Um, but they did shoot it multiple times. Like they, I think they I took three, three or four. They took fucking. <laughs> wish you guys could see this. Um, they took three or four Saturdays to shoot it, and the last Saturday was the one where it finishes. And and like they were sending out countless advertisements for people to show up just and extras just oh, extras cool. to cheer there was 10,000 people there at one point Woo! and Broderick Whoa. says like he's like he finally figured out why rock stars get off on stage so much because the end scene when everybody's clapping and cheering he was like this is just fucking crazy <laughs> can you imagine though like as much as the scene is over the top and ridiculous and really has no point in the movie just imagine how cool you'd feel by like skipping school. Yeah, and I'm then... sure Ferris has a problem feeling cool. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> so sorry, that, sorry for the I'm story. sure that didn't just pump <laughs> up his quick, ego. Can we do a quick survey? Which Broderick movie do you like better? War Games or Ferris Bueller? Oh, War Games. War Games. Yeah, probably War, War Games. War Games is great. I thought you were going to ask me which one I like the most, which I would have said Godzilla. And that's why Ferris Bueller loses every time. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's, true. that's true. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> do you right. wish to play thermonuclear war? <laughs> What's in, in War Games? Was this character the guy to form anonymous? Is that who he is in the end? <laughs> <laughs> With his tape deck fucking oh. computer system. <laughs> Martin jumps into the lead. I was just going to say that's point Ooh. worthy. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to close this off. I picked uh, Stupid Is a Stupid Does Forest Gump. 
I think we all knew it had to be in here. It had to be talked about. And I didn't really I was I was trying to go I was trying to stay in the realm of known, but I didn't want to st- stray too far from it, but at the same time I was like, "No, I need to I need to talk about this." So the first thing that I I came up with was it's way too Be careful fucking... what you say here, Mike. Be oh, careful what dude, you say. Oh, dude, no. I did my research on this cuz I'm on I'm on the side of how this would not I'm in the same ballpark as as uh, Rob was where if you tried to make this in 2020, it wouldn't it wouldn't pass the sniff would test. Would not fly. So, um the story never really takes off. It's two. It's it's almost three hours long, Oy. and it's just short stories. They're great short movies. Do you think this could have been a like? I don't want to interrupt you, but no. do you think this could be better as like a TV series or something? Like if it came out that way, no, no, no you know what? Because you need to see the whole thing together. I okay, think. I yeah. think it would have been done. It could have been done really well the way they did Green Mile, where they released books with certain sections of the movie, and then when they made the movie, okay. they put it all together. I think it could maybe looking back or how they would have been able to do it now would be like historian. The war would be a great part of a, maybe a four part movie of the week kind of Lieutenant Dan, you know, like where Vietnam is one. He was probably there for like, I don't know how long they would serve for back minimum three years. Right. So is that how long a tour was? Well, not a tour. I I thought a a tour was one. That's what it was. Well, no, you'd you'd serve for three years in the military, but you do anywhere between a year or more on a tour. Like he played ping pong for a fucking long time. But he gets the purple heart. Right. So I wonder how long into his tour that was. Well, the, the purple heart is based on bravery. And that was rescuing. No, 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 Bubba no, 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 no. Purple Heart no, is get getting injured. injured. Oh, yeah, that's got, injured. Where'd you get shot, son? In the buttocks. In the buttocks. Um, so length is a big problem for me, only because it doesn't have that gradual progression of like we get to a I big point. Length, it feels like it's at the same yeah. level the whole time. It's not a low. It's not a high. But it's it's yeah. flat to me. What were you? Sorry, Marty. What were you saying? I was just saying, you pointed out length is a big problem for you. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I let you say that clearly? Uh, That'll put Martin out of need. I only like movies that are 88 minutes long. Uh, (laughs) 8.8 inches and less? That's why I really like 88 minutes with Colin Farrell. (laughs) Nobody. Okay, no one's seen that. Uh, Jenny is a terrible fucking human being. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's trash. First yep. of all, she's, she's fucking trash. But she, she's also damaged. She she's great a fucking crazy. Yeah. She is mm-hmm. if she any was, of you She was given no hope from the start. Totally. Though. Well, no. I mean, it, it's not fair that daddy was daddy. Um Also, does Forrest have AIDS? No, no. because I think he's good. I th- yeah, I think he was I think so she got AIDS after Well, yeah, like during her drug days and her but, Yeah, but that he has sex after that. You know, I don't think he's they, smart enough to get checked either, so it's very <laughs> possible that he does have AIDS. Which is a plot hole, which I was going to get to, but there okay, is a huge sorry. plot hole there because she shows up, they have sex. They, they give, never specify, though. No, they, they never don't. specify what disease it was. I'm going to go okay, with AIDS, AIDS or cancer. Is, I thought they did. The, I thought they did say. They it's assumed, no, they never said. It's assumed yeah. that it's AIDS because it's right around the time it's, where AIDS starts right. to show its ugly face, and then yeah. it's, you know, but... It, it's it's never maybe really it was cancer, pain. but back to my Jenny point. She's great a crazy. So mm-hmm. if either you came up to me and said, "Man, I met this amazing girl," well, if you said like, she wants I'm... to be on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> if you came up to me and you were like, "I met this lovely woman named Jenny," I would tell all of you to run for the fucking hills. Is that because, because you don't like the name? No, it's, it's because he just felt like running. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Can I say this though about Jenny? I think Robin Wright did an amazing job acting this she out. She did. Like, she was yeah. amazing. Oh, in it. There's yeah. I'm I'm talking about movie. I'm not talking about Great everybody's character. performance, except for Tom Hanks is actually pretty good, which well, I'll get to. Oh, um, so I'm not. Uh, I, I love I love Tom. Is that um, because he has too much adrenochrome? <laughs> don't talk about Tom in that light. So um, Jenny's crazy. 
Jenny's also completely emo- emotionally unstable, but mm-hmm. she keeps Horst. Horst for <laughs> she keeps Horst. <laughs> she keeps Horst on the hook, and that's the worst part about her, right? Like Hor- Horst, it's not going to work. Horst shows up. Forrest shows up, Forrest. tries to help her in the club where she's doing her strip routine, and she's like, Forrest, you just don't understand. She and like gives him shit for trying. The shit out of the yeah, guy. like tries to. Oh. He's trying to help her, and she's just giving him shit. So she's she is not a good human being. He's okay? heckling Mike. Well, she can't. <laughs> she can't get. She can't get past the fact that he had like leg braces and shit. I think just. Imagine being her as a child, the things that she's going through with her father, and then Forrest Mm -hmm. is there being like, oh, yeah, he's so loving towards them. Like, that's not fucking good. That's not going to help at all. uh, The the movie says they went together like peas and carrots. Like peas and carrots. But it's more like oil and fucking water. I like peas and corn better than peas and carrots. Spaghetti and milk. (laughs) It's like cereal and water. (laughs) Spaghetti and bourbon. Kind of want that now. <laughs> in um, a saucepan, I could heat that up. Yeah, no kidding. Get a little caramelized on that shit. Uh, Awful. Third stuff. point. Okay. Um, the underlying message is simply that um, if you do what you're told, as in go to college, do what the government asks of you, don't rock the boat, you'll get what you want. Because Forrest just does the basic human plan. Okay. And Jenny goes against the system. What happens to Jenny? She dies of AIDS. What happens to Forrest? He gets whatever he wants. Uh, they didn't <coughs> specify. That's actually an, AIDS. Okay, fine. She gets a deadly she dies disease. dies a horrible death. That's a horrible death and leaves Forrest and his, and her child behind. Yeah. Okay. Um, the the town's name is Little Forrest. That little. Yeah, is he Forrest Jr.? Forrest Jr. Yeah. I have Forrest. apple stocks. Is a little... Imagine how much those apple stocks are worth now. <laughs> like his son is so <laughs> impossibly rich. Uh, no and with bubblegum shrimp. But hang on. Like, hang on. Is little well, Forrest. Think, does he become Ferris Bueller? Does he become Ferris Bueller? <laughs> the son? These are all in the same universe. Yeah. Um, is little Forrest just a tree? <laughs> a little Forrest. <laughs> is, he just like, is he just like a little spruce? Get out. Okay. <laughs> Get out, Mike. <laughs> Get out of this house! Somebody needed somebody needed to bring a dad joke in. Um, I think that the fact that it's all American lore maybe kind of hurt the movie. Like it's very pro-America or anti-America, and and, and in a lot of the different scenes, there but there's no global story to it, right? There's nothing in Europe. There's nothing in Canada. Like you know how I'm not smart enough to be global, (laughs) but you know what I mean. Like if they're taking the shooting of JFK and they're taking Martin Luther King and they're taking all of this historical value, which someone shot his brother too. Yeah, see, there's there is more to the world at the time that's happening than just America. So my, my point but it's is Forrest telling the story. So it's it from is, his yeah. lens. It is. Right? They just, so, but can, go ahead, Marty. His 68 IQ this? lens. Was there a movie before this that did something similar where it tied a fictional character into real life events? That's what I think what the movie was groundbreaking. I can't remember anything. That I did, did enjoy that. Like yeah. them superimposing him into yes. certain, like meeting yeah. Nixon. You superimpose that shit. Yeah. yeah I and they did. They take much. old, they took old film stock and then they just had some like the Nixon PA, like, yeah. or the, yeah. or uh, no, that was uh, Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. And they just, a, a real human hand but then they just superimpose Tom old footage from Lyndon Johnson. I think over Tom top Hanks should be superimposed on everything. Like that was just in the background of historic moments. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do I have? Tom Hanks character only has a few notes to work with. Right. He doesn't his toolbox and he and I love Tom Hanks. I think he's one of the best actors. But I think the character of Forrest, like the like the length of the movie, Forrest isn't really that, and I don't mean this in in the negative way, but he's not special. There's nothing interesting about the character, okay? It's, but he's not. That's the whole point of the movie. The whole I, point of the movie is he, he's, he's, he's not a special guy. He's which, just a regular wh- nice dude. Which is my argument. But he does some spectacular things. Exactly. Because of happenstance mm. and timing and... 
he's lucky. And I mean, luck is where preparation yeah, falls and into a lot of things. Yeah. Like he could have had an NFL career if he really wanted. But, but hang on here, guys. Uh, the same. Let's call Jenny Twelve. The, well, Jenny the shit Thirteen. That, what I'm saying is the shit that happens on the shrimp boat, which is a different scenario than the shit that happens in the war. Mm-hmm. I see the same thing. Okay. What I do don't mean? see a real distinction between Forrest's character in each scenario. You would think that because yes, he's a, okay, because he's, because he's still the same person. Because he has I know childlike the, innocence yeah, the know. whole movie. But guys, that's guys, hang the, on, that's hang on here, alert. hang on here. Being shot in the war and then all of a sudden being a shrimp boat captain are two different scenarios. Yes. So you would think you would bring two different, two different emotions to two different scenes, but it's it, it looks the same to he's me. If I take dumb. them and put them over well, each other, it, yeah, I don't think the character dumb. doesn't have that. He can't well, raise you know, those emotions. That's okay. interesting. Um, that like was one saying, of his handicaps, though, right? Like that was yeah. one of the. Like, that, that's why because he, isn't he maybe borderline like it like he could uh, maybe be on, on the, the spectrum, spectrum maybe he's a on, little bit. He's, yeah, yeah. so maybe he's not actually dumb. He's just he I doesn't did, understand things the same. way. I did look into this, and the closest thing any professional has said about if he was on the spectrum is Asperger's. Okay, right. Okay, it's not it's not autism because I mean, there's no. Because he can read and write. Yeah, he's, he's just not super articulate. He has a learning disability by definition, right? He just learns slow. Lower and you than your average just person. Just an interesting little tidbit. Uh, Tom Hanks actually based a lot of how he played Forrest on the kid who played young Forrest. Really? Yeah. Like I, I can't remember where I read this, and maybe I dreamt it, but <laughs> we'll go with it like it's I true. I want it to be true. Um, yeah, he based uh, you a lot of his performance. You should have had a sound effect right then. Here's that, the cat. Went, oh, meow, the, yeah. No, you know what? Was the we'll, kid? Yeah. Was it Haley Joel Osment? Was the young Forrest? I yeah, believe so. Yeah. yeah. Really? But yeah. Haley Joel Osment's not. I think so. He wasn't really in it. He just, it was, the only but, thing he's good he, at is seeing he, dead people. Isn't, he's any normal? Like, like, like he doesn't, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's, kid. he's actually a he asks kid too. Uh, he's Jenny, he's like, is he like me? And she says, no. No, but I thought you said, I thought you said the character was based on the actor that played him, but. Oh, the, the actor um, no, not Haley Joel. Like not Haley Joel. Um, whoever played young Forrest. I don't know his name. I haven't seen him in oh, other things. The, the, yeah, I don't mean Haley Joel. Oh, young, oh, young. Yeah. Oh, okay. Previous Forrest. Young, young Forrest Senior. I'm debating here. I'm debating. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Lastly, uh, he's the luckiest fucking human ever. Yeah, it's called white privilege, bro. No, this is <laughs> <Yeah>. beyond. <laughs> okay, Get well, used to it, Mike. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I've heard about this white privilege thing. Um, but no, like when you write a character, this character rolls a seven every fucking time. Some people do. Okay. Well, think Bre- about think about who who can run that fast and break out of metal magic shoes as me. well as get shot in the ass as well as survive a hurricane while shrimping and pulling in a fucking bumper me, I'm crop. A fucking okay? awesome swimmer. Like he's just at can the I... right place at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. always, which but, gets but yeah. old really quick. Yeah, but isn't I there lots? Some, of, isn't there I want lots conflict? Of pe- isn't there lots of people in history that have, have fallen into that same scenario? Definitely, but not like Look this guy. Jared Kushner, he's People an idiot. People who trip up. Who, who fail upwards, yes. And that's what Hollywood is all about. So essentially, they're just writing the average Hollywood story into Forrest. Yeah, they're, re- they're, they're writing a story about how mediocrity will, will result in awesomeness. Well, which is a good point. But at the same time, my last two points are through a 2020 lens, this wouldn't, this wouldn't work. I mm-hmm. agree. I don't Like, if this came like, out now, and, I don't see it. And doing. I'm not saying if it came out now... I'd I would, say it wouldn't I, come out. It would. It wouldn't. I would love to see it come out, but it would have to be done with a lot more care because there's a lot. A lot of the the jokes in Forrest Gump are the are his are his learning disability. Yeah, or how he's come to get through life. So if you were poking fun, prime example mm, with Peanut true. Butter Falcon, it's true. Peanut Butter Falcon, right? Mm-hmm. I watched it. I loved it. I thought it was great. When Shia LaBeouf and him were at the Oscars last year, and LaBeouf, and he was having a hard time. Is that with the kid that has Down syndrome? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
they're really good friends now. It yeah. is off offset. Mm-hmm. They've become very tight. So on stage when he was like, come on, buddy, come on, buddy. Everybody jumped on Shia LaBeouf for giving him a couple nudges on stage to get through his line. But when you look at it through a fresh pair of eyes, it's two buddies on stage who are like, come on, man, like, <laughs> let's let's figure this out. Not making fun of him. So you would have to really wrap this story in a lot of tender, loving care to make sure you don't piss off a lot of people. Well, it's, it's a great story, but it just wouldn't fly now because the 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 morale compass at the time. Well, it is kind of a period piece, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, so maybe for the segregation, time it racism, prejudice, a yeah. lot of those things are. So maybe because it's shot during that time, it could maybe maybe would, it could work. You would just have to get rid of the force being the butt end of a joke yeah. now and, and and lifting him up more, but, I guess. But but they do though. That's the whole point is that he's made fun of early on. But he is a good, genuine, real yes, person that doesn't those, lie, yeah. and he transcends all these things. And it's basically showing you. And I know you're basically saying, "Oh, you know, you're a good American, and you're doing what you're told." I I, I see where you're coming by with that message, but also I think there's an on the other side. There's the wholesome message of saying, "If you're a good person, good things will happen." Isn't that I unless you're Jan? Hang on, guys. We got Martin. Go quick. Yeah, I just want to say, like, hey, so. Just to build up on that point, I think this is this movie is pretty much about the American dream and the fact that, like Forrest, you know, everything is stacked against him in the beginning of the movie. But oh, even absolutely. though everything is stacked against him to not succeed, he somehow transcends that and lives the American Touché. dream of you know gets the eventually gets the girl, gets the family, lives the American the money, dream of outrunning power, a truck, you know? <laughs> and he gets and he gets to mow. The, the football yeah. field just because he wants to. He literally yeah, does it he for free. Multi millionaire mows the lawn for yeah. free with the smallest lawnmower on the planet, too, by the way. <laughs> it's just, a snapper. Yeah. Last, my last point, and it's an easy one it's fucking Oscar bait. Oh, most definitely. I well, can he see that. Did, well, and, uh, he did win uh, the Oscar two years in a row. He did, right? I do have, I do have some notes on this too. I'll tell you what he. Beat but out. I mean, I mean, in the, I mean, the year before, he played like, like a lawyer with AIDS that was like Philadelphia, you okay. know, going up against like you know the evil law firm, which is one of the best fucking original movie st- stories I've ever it's, seen. It's, it's, a, it's a very, good, it's a very good movie. It's heavy though. Um, you guys know that this was based on a book, eh? What was Forrest Gump? Yep. Forrest Gump, uh, 1986 novel by Winston it was Groom, based on the book Ready Player One. <laughs> uh, it's only based on the first 11 chapters of the book, though. You know what I didn't believe about that movie? Of Ready Player One. <laughs> the the most unbelievable part of Ready Player One is that everyone wasn't just Shrek running around. Like there wasn't one person, yeah. who was Shrek. I think there would just be thousands and thousands of people. Everybody would pick Shrek. Shrek. Every single person. Right, well, maybe? like if you're if you were playing like a buddy version of the game, Shrek and Donkey, definitely. <laughs> oh, right? no, everyone Shrek. Like I couldn't see that movie being made without <laughs> at least one Shrek. Uh, did That's you guys... because they didn't want to pay the lawyer. Oh, royalties. absolutely. But isn't isn't Shrek G- DreamWorks? And I think Steven so. Spielberg like, owns DreamWorks, and that's... he directed that movie. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, how could there not be? Yeah. Yeah. Literally, if I'm playing that, if me and my and friends if they get money together. money for the DeLorean, of course right. they're going to have Shrek money. If me and my friends get together to play that game, we're all playing a Shrek. Because there's no other reason. <laughs> is that because you like <laughs> Scottish accents? <laughs> That'll do, donkey. That'll do. That's not very nice. He's just a donkey. Uh, Terry Gilliam and Barry Sonnefeld were both approached to direct Forrest Gump. Can you imagine really? if Terry, Terry Gilliam? Terry Gilliam, like the 
like flying circus. Flying, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Barry yeah. Like like, <laughs> Barry, Barry. like 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 every fucking awesome fear and loathing movie in Las Vegas. Terry Gilliam. Terry, time bandits. Terry Gilliam. Fucking like, Brazil. Terry Gilliam. What? Twelve monkeys. Yeah. yeah. That'd be so. I couldn't. Okay. Barry Sonnefeld. The, the you Adventures know of Barry Munchausen. Barry Sonnefeld went on to direct Adam's Family Values instead. Wow. That's what he chose to That's do. That's a fucking epic movie, though. Yeah, there, okay. Christopher but- Lloyd was on point. <laughs> Robert, Zem- Robert Zemeckis was third pick. He wasn't first. And the novel also featured, which was eliminated from the movie, he would have been an astronaut, a professional wrestler, and a chess player had they I kind of like the professional wrestler. Right? Like, I could have seen him doing that. Instead of that. the football player? I, I think that's what they did. I, I, there I was, feel like I football would have been more relatable now, for people. I, I feel like I'm glad they didn't do the astronaut thing because they probably would have made jokes about how he was as intelligent as the chimps they were sending up or something like that. Right? <laughs> it just I, don't, I don't know. Like Michael said, it would have led to him being the butt of the joke, and that's yeah. not the point. Uh, yeah. was, what else was there? I could see was... the chess player thing, though, but I, I still like the ping pong better. Right? Because yeah. ping pong seems like something he would definitely Mama said it was all right if I told a little lie, a <laughs> little white lie. First weekend, it made $24 million out of a $55 million budget. And Industrial Light and Magic, which is now one of the top CGI uh, companies in the world, was the one who did the Magic Lakes. They've always been. I own the soundtrack on CD. It's one of the always has, man. They did 77 Star Wars, bro. I know. But, like, (laughs) they really, it's not one of their big credits, which is interesting, right? They do fucking everything. No, I know they they do everything. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have credits. They do fucking it all. But, like, when you think think of Industrial. seen a movie, we've done it. When you think of industrial okay, lighting, what's the credit? Hollywood is my credit. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, the right. last forty-three years of movies, I'll, I have done that. You want to see my resume? It's on a gig stick. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, it has come to that time where we all break out our pads. Martin texts oh, in um, his answer. Before we, uh, I, I feel like, like oh yeah, no, we got I still on. feel like we haven't had a chance to pile on on this movie. Well, and see, <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. I'll, let's give it five minutes before we go ahead here. What, what would you guys like to say in regards to why you think it's not a well, bad movie? You want to go? Uh, let me let me go say ahead, something real quick. At the beginning, we talked about movies that make us cry, and when Bubba dies, <laughs> wow, that's a sad moment. Forced, forced. No, it's not okay. actually. It kind of made me giggle a little bit. <laughs> well, fuck. And, and just like the lack of emotion from Forrest on it too, it really drives it home. But I think that drives to the point yeah. that he doesn't, he can't convey that kind of stuff. He can't and, register. No. And you know what's funny, guys? When this movie came out in '93, Allison Gilmore was the movie critic for the Free Press, and she wrote a scathing review of this. And it was <laughs> really. And she wow. and then she actually re-reviewed the movie a few months later once it was kind of getting some Oscar hype and things like that. And once she realized she was horribly and, wrong. <laughs> But but it's funny. It's, it's funny because the fact that she actually kind of panned it at the beginning, maybe she was onto something, Michael. <laughs> I mean, in researching this, <laughs> in researching it, there is a lot of hype out there about like when you go and look at when you Google most love movies that are hated. This is one of the biggest hits. I've it totally, heard, yeah, it right. Is. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe people, I've always. It's always been so my movie. Yeah. So is Ferris Bueller. So is I, fucking. All four of our movies are actually on those lists. They're all on the best 100 lists. Easy. So is Captain America. But first. is that. God damn it. Now. <laughs> fuck. Is that, is that because enough people went to go see it and it's defined by its financial success? Is it defined by 
it's um marty you still there we just dropped the phone yeah thing. no it's still plugged in We're okay good. oh i'm still here I okay it just fell off the couch yeah <laughs> you know what i also think certain <laughs> movies do well based on when they're released based on on you know how it fits into the culture at that moment the lexicon of that moment and just yeah. the, the, the timing of it right and you know that's why sometimes movies don't hold up. Forrest Gump still holds up to a certain degree. It's, I'll stop it's whatever easy, I'm doing to it's watch it. It's an easy movie to watch, but Robert Zemeckis also has that feel. Like that's why I love Back to the Future. Right? It makes you want to watch it again and again. Or yeah. The Polar Express. That's a fucking awesome he, movie. He does have that je ne sais quoi. That that certain thing that he that avant garde. Marty, that is avant-garde. there something wrong with the gravity in the future? Why is it so heavy? <laughs> <laughs> like it's it, as soon as Zemeckis touches something, you know it's going to be a hit. I just the one thing I have with Forrest Gump is um, I don't like that it's always on at three p.m. on cable every single day on TNT. <laughs> it just Peach doesn't. Tree television. Peach Tree Hill. Like <laughs> I just fuck off. <laughs> it's like okay, I get it. You had a three-hour time slot to fill, but my fucking. Oh, God. but the movie takes five fucking hours yeah. to watch with fucking oh, commercials yeah. on it's, TBS. Yeah, Twelve yeah. to God. five. Twelve Jesus. to five. Fuck me, Marty. Yeah. Any any final notes on Forrest before we vote? And I'm gonna points? I'm gonna close before we vote by saying this: We had a debate. Uh, it was one of our first ones. I think it's probably between episodes one and five where we could pick a movie character to hang out with for the day. Yep. Who would it be? And Mike picked Forrest Gump. Nope. I, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, you voted. You voted for Forrest Gump. You voted for I voted. Gump. Oh, who, you're who right. Who chose Forrest Gump? Steve. Steve Taylor. Picked that sounds like the Gump. worst day. <laughs> well, no. Was that to steal his money? No, Nobody it's because. Nobody <laughs> picked Han Solo. Yeah. Nobody picked Han Solo. Yeah. Because you're no going to kill Solo? No. You would get no. killed so fast. Not necessarily. <laughs> not if you're just doing the Kessel Run, bro. You're not Chewy. <laughs> you're just a guy. I want yeah, to be you're just so a bad guy. Though. You're just yeah, a red yeah, shirt. Yeah. He's yeah. not. You're not. <laughs> you're not hanging out with Captain Kirk, and you're a red shirt. Like, <laughs> I'd be scared oh, all shit. the time. No, Mart- Martin is right. I did pick Forrest Gump as a great hanger. Forrest seems like the but safest Steve, option. But Steve's argument, unless he's jogging across the country, then you're fucked. Oh, oh, can we just stop for a minute? Jesus, <laughs> I just need to breathe, man. Can we take a second? You have had no water. How are you still? <laughs> like, what would you do if you hung with Forrest? We just mow lawns all day? Is that it? Well, no, but Steve's... Okay, so hang on, puddle hang on, water hang on. on your cross-country Steve, run. Steve's argument was <laughs> that no matter where Forrest is at any given time, something interesting happens to him. That's mm, true. So, Not that's a, true. Yeah. So, like, if... I mean, granted, being shot in the ass in Vietnam is off that list, but everything else, he has, he's some so, he has some sort of direct connection to pulp culture for about a 20-year time span. So, I mean, if you want to be where the action is, hang out with Forrest Gump. Let's fucking vote, gentlemen. <laughs> Marty, you're going to... Oh, uh, points for this yeah, week. Oh, hang on, hang on, Marty. Hang on. We got the point tally here. Rob Martin and I tied at five. Mike, you had three. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I feel this is weighted against me here. It was the one-point deduction from the start. I actually made it five-point deduction. <laughs> <laughs> thought it was a uh, wasn't fair to the rest of us <laughs> did you give him an extra point for wearing appropriate shorts you know what i didn't so we'll put you at so four. you're at four points good sir still the only last place but yeah, you give me a fucking point otherwise rob sees my balls next time <laughs> <laughs> all right let's vote is that are you gonna right. wear like all mesh shorts <sighs> those aren't shorts that's just cheesecloth <laughs> <laughs> That's just the that's the name of my next business venture. Not oh, shorts, right. just cheese. Okay, <laughs> okay. So Marty, you're gonna you're gonna text in again, like always. And then so I'll, we're choosing uh, who we think won. Yes, we're choosing who we think won, as always. Mm-hmm. Vote for somebody else and not yourself. Oh boy! All right. 
This is what the sound machine is for that's not plugged in yet that I have to learn. Um, it's playing on the TV. Right I'm now. ready. Whatever you guys are ready. All right. Yeah. Just one, one second. I think we're watching. Yeah, we're watching San Andreas right now. Uh, I feel the like they made Johnson. this movie the first time when it was called 2012. <laughs> <laughs> With John Cusack. Or Dante's Peak. Yeah, Dante's Peak. Or Volcano when the volcano actually erupts in downtown. Well, I can. LA. I can tell everybody listening and you guys that we're working. I'm working on a debate that focuses on the same movie that was released the same year that was released the same year but which one's better for the right. story paul blard observe and report those yes type of thing. that's the uh, one I've what's what's, yeah. a, what's another good one um armageddon and then the other one where the apollo 13 apollo 13. No, no 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 it's the, the core it's the one with um it's the one with uh, frodo in it um sean astin and and morgan oh, freeman deep impact. Samwise. deep impact deep impact there's a bunch of these yeah, that we yeah. could do yeah you guys ready? I'm ready when you are. On the count of three, Marty, shoot your text over. Yeah. One, two, three. Martin, you uh, fucking yeah, Martin, killed you it, buddy. <laughs> but Zach Morris is trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Martin. I want the record to show that mine says Titanic, but Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> <laughs> and Mar- Martin voted for you, Jimmy. All right. Nice, nice. So. I think another good episode we should do is where we talk about where an original movie was made and then the remake and whether the remake was worse or better than the original Martin and me have been texting about something that we're because we could do that with like sequels and we could actually probably Mm -hmm. make break that into three different episodes because there's enough remakes. Yeah. We can do just sci-fi. Yeah. Just rom-coms. Just uh, well, yeah, we'll start with horror because that would be the funnest (laughs) one. Uh, If you guys think there's something to this, you're more than welcome to send us an email at therealdebaters at gmail.com. We will read it on the air. We will each take turns reading these emails. So the more of you that send them in and Martin has all as make sure there's good punctuation so we can accentuate. Yes. Reading it. Please know where to put your exclamation points, because if they're everywhere, we're not going to semicolons. Semicolon is a very unused punctuation. It is. Mm -hmm. Um, but Martin has come up with a great idea, which we're working on right now, which we can tell you about. We're going to play a five-second clip from a really known movie, but it's going to be a really vague scene. Oh. And you have to email in to win the, win the prize, which I've realized that Landmark Theaters is North American wide, so we'll be sending out the winner a gift certificate via email yeah. to the winner. So cool. our American fans, anybody in I also wanted to say this, too, before we continue on with our little closeout here. To California, thank you for listening. Buy our merch. Yeah, buy our skateboards. <laughs> buy our <laughs> mugs. <laughs> Please buy a skate deck. For, for, <laughs> for all of our American listeners, you guys don't have to pay stupid duty on, on the shipping. So $35 skate deck. $35 skate deck. And that's in Canadian, so that's like $6 US. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking, I'm not good with math. Yeah, but bread accurate. is more expensive. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so go on threadless.com. Um, actually, go to our website if you want to buy any of this merch. All go kinds of fun stuff. Realdebaters.podbean.com for stuff like can that. Can I pay with PayPal? Uh, yeah, you can. Can I pay you with Discovery can. Card? Yeah, you can. Perfect. So our American friends, you can pay with your Discovery Card. Diners Club even, maybe. <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> we'll take your Sam's Club. Costco uh, Amex. There we go. <laughs> Marty, you got any shows coming up you want to promote? Uh, I'm at Hood 29 um, on the 21st. It's a bar on Main Street here in Vancouver. Uh, shows at 8 p.m. Perfect. Tickets Jimmy. are online Ooh. somewhere. <laughs> right on, right on. Uh, I'll be at uh, We Johnny's on the August 29th and September 3rd. The 29th is for a themed show. It's a travel themed show and how we haven't been able to travel. So check that out. 
Um, September 3rd is New Faces of Comedy at Wee Johnny's, just showcasing all the local new faces of comedy here in Winnipeg. Um, definitely go check those out, both at Wee Johnny's. And going forward, our cult movie nights yeah. is going to be happening. Um, this episode is going to be out before we actually have a chance to talk about the one we're doing this week. But going forward, follow us on Instagram at Real Debaters if you are Winnipeg local or live anywhere outside of Winnipeg in the rural area and you want to come in and watch a really fun, weird cult movie. We're going to be podcasting from the lobby on those nights, the movie place. The theater is the park theater. Uh, which which movie? Which movie's playing this? Dario week? Argento Zombie. Oh, yeah, fun. It was no, be no, opera. no. Dario Argento was opera. That was opera. This, this is Lu- Lucio Fellucci's Zombie. Right. Yeah, which uh, that's the one we're doing. I was on really Monday. excited for is that, opera. Is that seventies? Yeah, yeah, seventy nine. I believe seventy nine. Yeah, yeah. So uh, look out for that episode coming out soon. We're going to be podcasting. He's got a really the, fun name. He does, and <laughs> Felucci, and his, I, I watched the f- like three or five minutes of the opening scene of the movie. It actually looks. I've never, weird. I've never seen it. Opera? Did you? Wa- I watched the trailer for Opera because I thought that's what we were doing. Yeah, so did and, I. Uh, it like it genuinely looks like a really scary and fun movie to watch. Z- Zom- zombie. I, I didn't watch anything about Opera, which I want to now because Corey makes really great fucking yeah. picks for for these nights. Oh yeah. Um, but Zombie is about a doctor who came from an island somewhere in the tropics. And was working on some sort of weird disease and created flesh-eating zombies. Okay, cool. And the boat full... As one does. As one does. And the boat, like, somehow lands in New York Harbor. Mm. And then the zombie gets off the boat and then attacks, you know, the human race and stuff That's like awesome. That. Let me know when they <laughs> screen Maximum Overdrive. That's the only movie I want to see there. Okay. All right. Uh, can enough. we do Christine instead? <laughs> <laughs> Is that fair? <laughs> It's it's it is what well, yeah let's tell them what to do so that it, it works best for I have nothing to promote I'm not that cool but uh, yeah buy Wolsey kombucha <laughs> there, you know there you go there you Sweet. go buy, anybody want to pick buy Wolsey kombucha Rob is uh, Rob's fiance owns Wolsey kombucha so. she does she does yeah. so if you want a refreshing kombucha, get booched you want to get booched <laughs> you want to get booched that's gonna be our tagline and we're gonna we're gonna do a whole marketing campaign behind that yeah. you won't get booched. Where is it? Where's the shop? Where can they go? 749 pick it? Wall Street here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. You can check us out at WolseleyKombucha.com. Uh, you can arrange curbside or delivery directly to your house. Lots of swag on there. Awesome flavors. You can pick it up at tons of different retailers and restaurants around the Winnipeg area. And good gut health is a good life. Absolutely. Happy gut, happy life. For Get anything, booched. For anything real debaters, uh, if this is your first time listening to us and you have yet to follow us on our social media, Real Debaters on Instagram and Twitter. That's R-E-E-L, the, G- uh, the Gmail, the email address. The Gmails are the Real Debaters at gmail. Drop the the. The, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could. I tried to. I really did. It's actually the Real Debaters. Oh, I meant at the Gmail. Oh, at the Gmail. <laughs> Stop talking like an old man. Uh, and the website, therealdebaters.podbean.com. I have been Michael Petro. This is Rob Strachan. Jimmy Skinner. And in Vancouver. Martin Navarro. And we're gone. Oh. I got to say my own name this week. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Okay, so it is Bluetooth. All right, perfect. I just wanted to make sure.
Alrighty. Yeah. I got cat hair all over the mic head. <laughs> Is it cat hair or pubes? Uh, well, I was. You know what? It depends how low you go on the cat, I guess. Uh, oh yeah, I guess. I don't. Yeah, are 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 is cat hair close to their genitalia considered pubes? Yes, but they're but not if, curly. But if the hair is all over said cat, then wouldn't it be a pubic hair cat? Yes. Okay. I, I think. Also, yes. I, I think. Oh. I think we need to do a microscopic analysis of this. We need to remove cat hair from various parts of the cat. Said it's all cat, around the mic. And analyze what the difference is. So if the cat, if the hair on its arms and torso and face is the same as the hair around its anus and or bits. <laughs> you, you were comfortable with anus and then you said bits? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you went biological and then you went like children are in the room. <laughs> Does Now, if, if they're exactly the same and you can't tell the difference, right. is all hair on a cat then considered pubes? This is for Mythbusters, I think. I feel like that d- doesn't <laughs> require that level of uh, science degrees Didn't, or scientific Do cats method. have pubes? I don't know. I think one of the guys from Mythbusters just died. He did. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, what's his, uh, the, the, uh, the, he wasn't that old. He was only like He's the engineer 49. guy. He's the one who actually like built everything. Yeah, he was the one who got all the, he was like a side, he was, a, he was the, the sidekick. He wasn't like the main guys that, you no, know, the guy with the old timey mustache. Yeah. And, yeah. Those, the, the two original guys are still alive. I was going to say, if we do this experiment, can we call it Schrodinger, Schrodinger's pubic cat? Can we? Oh, so we're actually going to do this? Well, I mean, I have three cats, so... Do you want to do this on a podcast? I could think of it as a bonus Could this be like a sub-genre style, kind of like offshoot? Patreon. It's a Patreon. This is a Patreon exclusive. It's it's a Patreon episode because people are... We're in front of a paywall, so if you want to put up with this, you got to pay for it. So anybody I who's think Peter might come down hard on us. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. Why? We We're not. Why? Yeah. Because we because we removed a particular hair from a cat. I think all we're yeah, doing they, is comparing. They, they're my cats, though. They're, yeah, <laughs> I own them. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Like if I took hair from Burger mm-hmm. from different parts of his body, I can't believe I'm actually going down this road. But um, this is all being recorded. It's all being recorded. Oh, okay, perfect. Great. Yeah. perfect, yeah. perfect. So happy to be in the room. <laughs> But like if we took you, so your your idea, Rob, just before we we talk about something movie related, good, is good, good. to uh, take care from all over Burger and compare its uh, quality and coarseness it's, and find it, out if it's, it, it, it's 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 not a quantitative study; it's a qualitative study. Okay, right. So we're we would describe the characteristics. Maybe we would measure set degree angle change or. Uh, colored d- differentiation amongst because curliness, he, you know, the curliness. <laughs> exactly. From Vancouver, I, I, curliness. I, I, I was, I was, I was trying, I was trying to be scientific, but right. Um, I don't think that really exists in this anus. <laughs> you were scientific with anus. You lost, you lost your scientific quality when you went to bits.